Kick Out Crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Coach Rosie. Adam from Bill. Mike Whitaker. Devin Dowling. The Kick Out Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. And watch videos exclusively on YouTube. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of the Kick Out Crew. Uh, good to see you. Of course, my name is James Alcora. I want to start off with uh, thanking everybody for the great feedback of last week's episode, brother. And... Uh, brother. You know, we had a good time making it. We uh, hope you had fun listening to it. And uh, we got a very special episode today. Uh, if you're watching on the video version, you can already tell. But stuff about me rambling, I'm going to let uh, Adam take it away. So, Adam, go on for it, bro. Well, I figured I'd shout out to a real close personal friend of mine. I know him inside the ring and outside the ring. We have been partners. We have been enemies. But all, all, the, all the years I've known him, He's probably one of the best guys I know, like legit. But um, I'll go ahead and introduce the man. His name is Cabana Man Dan. He wrestles all over the country. So um, you want to tell him a little about yourself, buddy? Yeah, man. Um, I'm Cabana Man Dan. I currently reside in Northeast Alabama. I've been a professional wrestler in the independent scene since 2001. Broken the business with Adam from Bama. We started in the backyard back in uh, high school, and then when we started getting trained to be professional wrestlers, he was one of the guys that started and actually stuck with it for a while too. So, and he was way better than I was back then. He's so, a legend in our eyes. He's our Hall of Famer. There you go. There you go. Appreciate uh, that. But yeah, man, I appreciate the kind uh, welcome. I appreciate the uh, the Kickout Crew for inviting CMD to their uh, their show today, and uh, I look forward to. Talking wrestling with you. We all love wrestling, right? Hell yeah. Right. So you we picked out well, you you picked out two matches for us to, to we're gonna do watch along style. So you picked out two matches. It was interesting because one of the matches, the ending, I was surprised at the ending. It was your match with Derek Neal. And um that was an awesome match, man. I know y'all had a couple of good matches, but what is it about this one that stuck out? Uh the, the stakes were really high because the new South Championship was on the line. Um, and as far as matches that we had together, this one had the most eyeballs on it because it was during WrestleMania week in Tampa back in uh, 2021. And it was for IWTV during their family reunion show where they showcase uh, some of the top independent promotions that are featured on that IWTV platform. And at the time, New South was one of them. And, uh, you know, we both went out there and wrestled like the important people were watching because it was WrestleMania weekend. That's when a lot of uh, that's when a lot of important people from bigger companies have their finger on the pulse of indie wrestling, and uh, that match was one. I, we just knocked it out of the park, man. We, me and Derek, have great chemistry together. 
He's the best professional wrestler that I've ever faced, and I think he's criminally underrated. Yeah, hundred percent. I've seen him, and I've seen several matches of his, you know, live and on and on YouTube. And yeah, he's you know, y'all two have amazing chemistry anyway. But he he works good as a big guy. Um, y'all just compliment each other in the ring. Um, amazing match. And the other one we're gonna take part in. It's Mike Quackenbush. I don't know if a lot of people know the name Mike Quackenbush, but he's criminally underrated. Um, I think he was born maybe daddy. 10 years. He was maybe born 10 years too early because he'd be perfect in WWE right now. And it's him versus Claudio. So is it, what is it about this match that you liked? I just think it's a fun, like, showcase of what a small guy with, like, a big base can really do. I mean, we've seen awesome matches between Claudio whenever – he was Claudio or Cesaro versus a guy like Ricochet. And um, that's, you know, Quack was important as far as getting uh, Claudio trained up back in the day. And this was IWA Mid-South's Ted Petty Invitational. And at that time, that was the top-tier tournament to be in an independent. So it's just a good example of just a fun, exciting match with that it just defies gravity at times. And it's just, it's just incredible that they can do – the athletic things that they do in this match without making it look stagey or, or choreographed to a, to a sense that a lot of people try to recreate now and it kind of falls short because, I mean, everybody now wants to be like a, a Ricochet and Will Ospreay and they're just not quite there yet, you know, I- imitating that kind of style. And I think that those guys had perfect chemistry and timing anytime they, they locked up. This is just a good, a good one that I watched because um, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Quack, I, I wouldn't have wanted to be a wrestler because I watched, him versus Amazing Red Live back in 2001 at uh, uh, Jersey Championship Wrestling. And um, when I saw those two guys wrestle, that made me be like, you don't have to be a huge bodybuilder guy to go in there and have banger matches and tell a good story. So that's why I chose that one. It's a, it's a fun one that I like to just show people that's never – that might be a match that flies under the radar because when Adam reached out, you know, I obviously wanted to pick matches like – like as far as a modern era, like CM Punk versus uh, John Cena for Money in the Bank, but everybody's probably seen that or talked about it. Or Hogan and Rock. That's that's like the top professional wrestling style match that I could ever watch. So I wanted to pick out um, something that might be kind of like a hidden gem. I know, I know, um, maybe maybe a lot of people hadn't seen it. So yeah, it's well, cool. I, can, it's amazing. I appreciate I love that. It. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate that, that too, for sure. Because we this is something we, none of us have ever seen. So yeah, we when we're glad that you did something that. Uh, is is unique. Uh, we we have something we we want on this show uh, from time to time for sure. All right, so Brad, you want to take us into the in the first match? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, y'all want to do it as far as you want to share a screen or watch it all together. Share the screen. Okay, I'll do that. All right, and we're back. Uh, thanks, Adam, for not reading the outline, but we are going to go to the topics first. So, James, take it away. Who do we, well, we want to um, thank our sponsors for, uh, you know, all that they do during that little break. Uh, you know, all of whatever they are. And they I bet they have amazing products also. <laughs> that being said, I guess that's enough about me shilling. Uh, speaking of shill, Devin, <laughs> what you got? Uh, what's on tap this week, bud? All right. Actually, so the date that this podcast drops is going to be October 6th. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to just go back and a uh, significant wrestling things that happened on October 6th. So, first one I'm, that I got on my list is uh, way back in 1997. Uh, Raw was the Brian Pillman tribute show. Uh, everyone kind of knows what happened to Brian Pillman. He was 
significant, you know, superstar in that era back then. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, something just went through my headphones. Cut it. Cut it. This is very unprofessional again. We got Cabana Man Dan on here. Do it right. Cut. Three, two, one. Go ahead, Devin. All right. And then in uh, 1999, uh, Gorilla Monsoon passed away. Another significant figure back in the, you know, early era of uh, WWF and before that. Um, in 2007, Nigel McGuinness defeated uh, Takahashi Morishima for his first ever Ring of Honor championship. And then in uh, 2013, the Rhodes brothers, Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, defeated The Shield for the Tag Team Championships in the WWE. And then in 2020, Jordan Grace defeated Rohit Raju on uh, Impact Wrestling for the X Division Championship to be the first ever woman to hold that championship. Shout out to so Jordan are... Grace lately, for sure. She uh, squashed a man uh, a couple weeks ago on Impact Wrestling. Not just one, squashed. So I love that. Well, she, that. Almost, been doing awesome. she almost squashed a guy at StarCast that was sitting at her table uh, at the Ric Flair roast. We had to go into security and separate her from a guy that was sitting in her in her chair she was about to whoop this guy's ass so we had to step in we got the guy out of there and she sat in her seat with uh her husband uh i forgot his name but he's a great wrestler as well the little the jonathan little guy gresham. yeah jonathan gresham he's uh he's how unprofessional, but he's how unprofessional. yeah you're right you're right but that was a hell of a time to try to get that guy out because he was definitely liquored up Woo. Yeah, Jordan sure. Grace's husband, Jonathan Gresham, lost to one of the superstars that's going to be in one of the matches that we're covering today for the Ring of Honor Championship. That was Claudio Castagnoli. There you go. Well, he, lost to, he lost to Jericho, too, so what does that say? <laughs> Evan, what's going on with your face? I yeah. shaved my there's been some. Yeah, there's some changes. I don't know how I feel about them yet. I guess so we'll I had a gap in my mustache and then I was trying to fix it, but then it kind of just made it look like a Halo stash. So I was like, I got to get rid of that immediately. Yeah. So Next time you I make a drastic change like this, I'd really like you to update the group chat ahead of time because I, you know, just seeing this for the first time is a little shocking, you know, for all of us. Uh, <laughs> mustache filter he can put on? Yeah, right? <laughs> I can for sure. grab yeah, like a do... fake one and throw it on. Yeah, let's do something. But there's no fake mustaches where, Mike? Where are you not allowed to wear a fake mustache? I'm here. <laughs> Remember the, the stupid, stupid laws. You're not allowed to wear a fake. Oh yeah, the stupid laws. Come on, asshole! I teach cop. In church and up, up there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, sure. Your... Great. I'm so glad I brought it up. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just glad Devin's not like, "Hey, follow my friend on Twitter." You know, like at least he had something to talk about this time. Oh, thanks. By the way, okay. follow uh, James Elkeri on Twitter at James Elkeri. Don't, don't pander. Don't forget about the bee's knees, right? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> exactly. <Bees>? With Z's. <laughs> I found out his articles. I was trying to help him uh, spread articles for the St. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I almost call them the St. Louis Rams. But I was trying to help him spread articles that he's getting. He gets $1 for every 1,000 views on his thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's going to be a big yeah, week. Good luck to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, Devin, hey, are you, uh, how are you feeling today, buddy? You doing yeah. all right over there? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, hey, you having a good day. You, all right. 
I Devin, did you, Devin, did you take my advice yesterday at the uh, at the coach's uh, little happy hour? Did you do what I asked you to do under the table? <laughs> I did not do that. No. Okay. <laughs> no, sir. Just checking. Uh, he was at, <laughs> hey, Cabana Man Dan, let me just tell you what I asked him to do. He was at a, uh, at a little local coach's uh, happy hour. The chair coach was next to him. And I said, you know, why don't you uh, slip your hand under the table and see what's up? And he didn't do it. Didn't shoot a shot. Coach, AKA my fiance, Erica. But <laughs> yeah, so, that happened like an hour ago. But Oh, all right. Now we're talking. What are you drinking there, coach? What's that purple oh. potion? Oh, this is uh, it, no, no, no. It's, it's an energy C. It's energy C. I put. Well, you were drinking water. mimosas at like six o'clock this morning, your time, right? Well, that's why I'm trying to hydrate now. I'll get <laughs> I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my clock, and I'm like, it's like nine thirty in the morning, <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Philadelphia. You're in Arizona. Well, <laughs> I've been, I've been blessed for the next three days. My wife and daughter have gone out of town for a mother daughter uh, little midweek because she's on uh, fall break. So it's just me and my son. I'm going to have a good time. All right. But I got to hydrate. I'm sure your wife would appreciate you saying you're blessed that she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And she'd say the same. I'm gone from him. That's even more <laughs> of a blessing. Looks like Andrew's going to be having fast food all week, huh? Yeah. Yep. He'll have a good time. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll have fun. <laughs> all right. I guess back to you, James. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exciting stuff. Thanks, uh. Devin for an on this day type of thing. Uh, you know, I guess next on the format that we all read uh, is uh, Mike. So, Mike, what you got, bro? Well, nobody's stuck on a scissor up this week. That's for sure. So, that's a plus. Yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Well, I got a dog that's fixing to have puppies. I got a chicken that died. And... <laughs> And like, wait, about that? make this podcast dark <laughs> that's right? what i'm saying man we're talking about like pillman grill monsoon dying mike's like yeah i got a chicken dad yeah uh, for me i i'm happy as fuck i got three days for myself <laughs> fuck you guys and Look then adam's hard at work <laughs> i i was watching smackdown and it it's probably been happening a couple weeks now but if you listen to episode two I was fishing about the barricades being LED. You know, they had the corners lit up. Now they got the whole fucking thing lit up. Why? Like I said before, why? Like, why is do we need all this stuff? Next, it's going to be the ring. I said this before in episode two. They're going to keep on going. They're going to do the whole barricade. They're going to do the ring. They're going to do it. It's all going to be LED stuff to distract you from the wrestling in there you sound like a mark you sound like an <laughs> oh, old we're not allowed to use that word we're not allowed to use that word drink seven it's called <laughs> ned i will well whatever call that word ned <laughs> listen wrestling needs oh. to make money they need to make money and those led things are what kids like what uh you know it there's no attention. sponsorship on there it doesn't matter wwe's got more money than the vatican <laughs> They can spend money on that, you know, so why not, you know? They probably will have an LED mat that, like, gives, you know? That's that what I'm saying. Next. Like, impact zones, like, oh, <laughs> like a big circle comes out. I just it's, can't believe you remember episode two. Much. I was freaking seven beers in because we taped them both the same day. And that was the second episode. We didn't know what we were doing. I was scared as shit, and I'm, like, chugging beers. Yeah. Episode two, 
I never even listened to it. I was so hammered. Pete, by the turn, I went back and read the damn information on each podcast, and it was episode two that said, (laughs) (laughs) Mike lights up your damn thing for the very Can we not not look over the fact that he just said that he knows how to read? That's a big accomplishment in itself. It is. Welcome back, Adam. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. That wasn't my topic. I was reading outline, and it said Mike's topic, so I don't want to say nothing. Yeah, but my opinion, it, it's too much. Like, what do y'all, the fans, what do y'all think? It's too much, or do you need more? Coach wants more, I want less. What I didn't do even do? notice. That's the best I didn't part. say more. I said I don't mind it. <laughs> I, but I do. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> That's your opinion. I don't think it's bad. It is. Like my it. opinion. I didn't say fuck you because you said you mind it. Well, you know what? You're wrong. That's the bottom line. <laughs> No, it doesn't matter, Mike. I don't mind the black barricades. I don't mind it at all. The black barricades, that is. Video screen barricades. Okay, how about this one? WWE has a match on Raw or SmackDown where somebody goes through the barricade at least once a week. Isn't that overused? Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you you just got to roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Roll with the punches, baby. We're going to roll with it. I'm still going to watch it. I'm not going to not watch it because the fucking barricades are (laughs) LED lights, but... I'd say it's too much. Like, I'm I I like the stage set. You know, we used to have pay per views, SmackDown, Raw, and all the pay per views had their own special backgrounds and everything else. That's what I like. We ain't getting that now. Some of those backgrounds I, uh, are terrible, though. I watched Bad Blood earlier. Like a match, one of the matches, and I was watching like Best of uh, Randy Orton or whatever. And I forgot how horrible that that display was. This is bad blood. It was like this round screen with like little fake blood drops around it. It looked terrible. So I'm glad I got rid of got away from some of it. You were just watching random bad blood? <laughs> no, I was watching the best of RKO, the, the best of Randy Orton, and it was one of his matches. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> Here we go. Question Except for be all. late for the kickout crew. I was watching That's Randy Orton. A question for all y'all. What was your favorite theme like your favorite paper halloween havoc stuff. baby there ain't no other answer oh halloween yeah, havoc was the shit with that giant ass pumpkin the, the well, can you finish your like question because i don't even know what you there. finished asking what was, what your, was favorite, your question what, what was your favorite theme like what's your paper? favorite set because of what uh, i like event? like uh <laughs> yeah you guys remember nice ball yeah backlash swinging back, yes backlash that's uh, what i was gonna say the same thing the backlash the swinging things that came out I love that. Again, you use whatever word you want. I don't care. Mark, John, Larry. (laughs) It's called Who gives a fuck? Just remember the events. I don't remember the I'll tell you what I like right now. I like the big uh, holograms. I like the big, like, the big Roman Reigns and stuff like that. Yeah, I like those. I'm good with those. Yeah, I think that's cool. What? I do. What do you that, think? Is, that is cheesy yeah. on a whole. I like cheesy. Cheesy fun, dude. We're watching. We're watching professional wrestling. It's cheesy it's like times. HD. Hey. I, I get it. I'm glad they can do it. Props to the technology and production. But that's a bit much on my end. I, right. I'm cool with we'll the Go to the match, Adam. Last camera cuts. Last camera cuts, and that's all I'm asking for. Yeah, too many. I talk to y'all five folks all day, every day. Uh, Dan, what what do you think? What's your opinion on this? Um, I just, I'm I'm fine with. I just like. I wish the product was presented in in a way where you let the stuff in the ring breathe a little bit more, 
And I think a less is more approach is fine, but I mean, it's never going to go that way. I just like to be able to like watch wrestling without 27 camera cuts in 10 seconds because it's like seizure inducing and just, it takes away from the impact of stuff. It takes away from body language. It's just, it's just, it's like, it's like trying to watch wrestling with like, uh, with a sugar, uh, sugar rush. And I just, it's just too much. I just like watching where, like independent wrestling where it's just like two cameras and that's kind of all you need. But I think that's great. Two cameras, three cameras at the most. Do what you have to do. I'm good with that. You need the Wiley e. Coyote camera when it calls for it, but right. I just I like a less is more approach. I can say at least they don't have Braun Strowman when he runs around the ring. They don't do that that fucking train sound. Well, that's <laughs> if he doesn't trip and fall and bust his ass first. Hey, oh, there it is. <laughs> I like the train sound. I bet you do. You, you <laughs> well, <laughs> are we ready? I got, I got the note. topic pulled up now. I mean, I got the time, the timeline outline, whatever pulled up. Yeah, God forbid, I do it. Only had it by Wednesday. <laughs> okay. You just have it now. You must have Internet Explorer. If you just now open it up and it opened. He's I mean, this, this is the uh, this is the second outline I've ever opened. So we're doing. So it yeah, says well. first match, match one. So I guess that's why I come in. That's yeah. Oh, I'm on top of it now, buddy. I got it. Oh yeah, you're on top of it, huh? Well, yeah. so the, What's so the first match we're doing is uh, we're going to as, Claudio, Claudio, Castagnoli versus Mike Quackenbush, the IWA Mid South Ted Petty Invitational. Uh, took place September 30th, 2006, at the Don Preston Recreational Center in Midlothian, I believe, Illinois. I did my part. Well, on to you. Uh, more than I thought you were going to have. <laughs> Way more than I thought you were going to have. All right. Well, so, let's no, I, I thought I was getting well, didn't have that that long ago. I thought for well, sure I was getting kicked off here. What is <laughs> that blue background? Is that, a, is that somebody giving a BJ in the background? Jesus Christ, <laughs> no. I forgot about that. Oh. I had to look. I won't look now. I, I only know. see four of you. Three of you. I'm afraid I'm going to mess something up. No, no, you're good. It's no, you're just good. you don't just have a PC, man. Also, can everybody see? If you have two monitors, you can see everything great. Well, I do not. Okay, I barely have one. Some of us take this podcast very serious. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> all right. Hit play. All right, so three, two, one, play. All right. So, go ahead. Here, do we want to listen with the uh, commentary or not? No. Yeah, you do, you do commentary. Yeah, we yeah, can't even take it down. <laughs> <laughs> what do commentary? No, no, All right, I'll start with the first question. Cabana man, what's that M in the middle stand for? Mike. Mike, okay. So I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't know he wore the uh yes. outfit like that. I had no idea. I thought I was watching the wrong match. I think that was like a special thing he did for this particular uh, I don't know the backstory of it, about it or anything, but he just takes it all off here in a second. Well, that's what Dan, that's what I wanted in to the ask. Ponytail. You. Why does he, he looks take, fatter? Why, why does he wear the mask just to take it off? No, no, I don't know. I think it was probably a tribute to somebody that I don't know who he's tributing there. Okay, I was just my, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, is he wearing this the whole time is what I thought at first, and then, then he took it off. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm sure Bront Haremzo will know, so when you watch this, let us know what it is. That way you can burn us on Twitter. The human encyclopedia. Yeah. And he was wearing scrubs, so if you know the reason for that, holler, <laughs> holler about that. I would that. like to know the reason for that. <laughs> See, if 
see right now with as far as like Johnny Gargano and them guys, I mean Mike Quackenbush is no smaller than them guys. If he would have been born 10 years later, he would be a top star right now, I believe. Well, he's a coach too, right, Dan? Uh yeah, yeah. He was uh you know, he was the head trainer at the Wrestle Factory for a long, long time. Um, I don't know if they're currently doing anything uh since last year or actually maybe two years ago now, but wow. I mean, this is a very athletic match uh, right from the beginning. The strikes look tremendous. Uh, the, the flipping, the, everything looks really good. Uh, I'm sorry, Adam, what were you saying? Well, it, it's just, you know, seeing Mike Quackenbush, I mean, just, I've seen a few of his matches, and I didn't, I didn't get to know, know of any of his matches until Dan, you know, got interested. I mean, I, he's been his fan for years, but I didn't hear about him until Dan told me about him. And all of his matches are freaking amazing. I mean, because he does a little bit of high fly. He does a little, he does, like he does wrestling holes like this. I mean, he he knows how to tell a story. He knows what to do in the ring and make it look good. And it doesn't look too fast. Where is he at today? I mean, he's still in, um, he's still in um, Pennsylvania. He's got a, um, a, a YouTube channel uh, called Till We Make It, where I think he posts three videos a week. Uh, they're like educational videos for wrestlers, you know, trying to learn more about, you know, what to do in, in the wrestling scene. Uh, you know, it's pretty much anywhere from beginners to veterans can learn from uh, from the videos. They're good stuff. You know, I guess I didn't really um, look at his background when it comes to where he's from. In Pennsylvania, is that the Pittsburgh end or the Philadelphia end, do you know? Well, Philadelphia end. Okay, perfect. That's where I'm at. So I got a, I got a question for you. If you notice, when they're walking around, you can see – I guess the floor of it right there, kind of folding up some. Does that feel any different from a ring that would be tight, like you would see in like WWE or AW or anything? For sure. I mean, the, the worst part about that is maybe maybe getting caught. Wow, look at that! Uh, getting caught up in, in uh, some of the slack. Who, oh, who's whose ring was bad about that, Dan? Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Mickey's. Yes, exactly. His was the worst. That move that he did off the ropes there, uh, what would you call that? The one before this? I would move? call that like a rebound monkey flip. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. What would you so, call in Spanish? A tope mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, full disclosure here, the reason this became a watch-along was for me, I, I thought it was a better idea, because I couldn't name some of these moves um, at all. Like, I, I, he, uh, he seems like he's like almost has a hybrid of a couple different moves. Is that something you've noticed with him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, for a long time he went by the, you know, his um, quack was the uh, master of a thousand holds, kind of like the Demolinko style. <clears throat> uh, he's heavily influenced by Lucha Libre, especially the, uh, what's called, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's like Huave style, which is a very, uh, very elegant form of like technical Lucha Libre wrestling. And then he's also got a really strong Japanese presence as well. How many times have you been in the ring with him? Uh, I've wrestled him once, but I, I've taken several seminars of his and then worked out in the ring with him and, and all that because I was at the uh, Wrestle Factory a few times as well. And then, you know, I worked for him for Chikara back in the day. Were you ever in the ring with Claudio? No, no. We've, we've only been on one show together. It was uh, IWA Deep South, and uh, Claudio in Alabama wrestled uh, Gran Akuma. Have you ever We're wrestled in the Rocket the, City uh, promotion? What's that? Have you ever wrestled in the Rocket City promotion out of Huntsville? 
I did. I did uh, within their like first year or so. I, I did. I did some dates for them up there. Yeah, I went to a show there once. It's good. 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 Uh, local hmm. program. Oh, that's, what a what a good backslide. Yeah, that transition. Yeah. You know. And that's what I wanted to say. The transitions in this from Mike Quack, I mean, they're just unbelievable. You think it's one thing and it's not, it, it, it could happen twice in a move. Really. And it doesn't look like they're, and it still looks like a struggle. It doesn't look like they're working together very much. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, uh, it doesn't look too choreographed. Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's, even though they're very elegant and, and difficult technique being, being used, it doesn't look, it doesn't look staged. So, it's just weird seeing Claudio with hair. I just can't get used to that. It's just weird. That right there is getting crazy for me. But I got a question for, I guess, Dan and Adam. How how hard is it to change up your stuff, like, in the different rings, like, the different ring size? Like, we see this ring size is small compared to what WWE is. Like, how, like how hard is it to transition from one match to another in that, like, that kind of state? Um, it really depends on how much you got to run. I mean, the more room you got, the better. But then it kind of it kind of um, throws you off whenever you get thrown from rope to rope on an Irish whip, or especially from turnbuckle to turnbuckle. If it's a twenty foot ring, I mean, turnbuckle to turnbuckle is like yeah twenty five feet. Um, so I'm thinking this is probably like a. It looks bigger than a sixteen foot ring. It's probably eighteen. Yeah, it looks small. It looks real small to me. Then the ropes were thicker too. They got more padding on these ropes, so. And they they seem looser, like so. Does that affect you guys with anything, like bouncing oh, off the ropes? Or that's anything? a that's a huge deal to me because I come off the top a little bit more than what Dan would, and there's some of these rings, and as far as the ropes too, the way they bump, they're some are just terrible, and there was some bumps or some moves I would do in one ring that I would not do like in. Like I know Dan knows what I'm talking about, but a guy named Mickey Henry. Oh, we wouldn't. I would never do any of those high rope matches, high rope moves in his ring because his ring was terrible. Like one one corner of the ring's held up by cement bricks and a stop sign covering a hole. It's like, <laughs> what are you? What the hell are you supposed to do? This is Look insane, this. right Look here. Look at this! Oh my gosh! What That's, in the world? <laughs> so much body control, hey. man. I, I I just That's can't insane. believe that he can run an arm drag. Oh. Like a, like a, a springboard twisting Alita arm drag with a twist. I don't even know what you call it. Man, he's like, <laughs> into the chairs on the cement on the outside. So like I said, I watched this about a week ago, and I'm doing to watch this for the second time now. He's one of the greatest wrestlers I've never seen. You know, it's just yeah. unbelievable what he's – he should be – he's top tier, man. He's top tier. Hey, Brad, let yeah. me fill you in on something. There's about – 500 to 1,000 of these guys that just haven't had their shot. It, well, gotta, I didn't know what like, you're saying. I go across this whole country, show. like Cabana Man, Dan, they're just waiting for their shot, man. Yeah, I know like, you're right. Well, you're speaking yeah. of the five. It's funny you say 500 because uh, Dan was actually in the top 500 wrestlers last year. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The year before. And that's right in the year before. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. What number? Um, 264 last year. Dang. He spiked that. What a beautiful Hurricanrana pin. Yes, last year you was 264, and the year before that? 417. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, you got to think, though, top 500 out of God knows how many freaking wrestlers there are now. Ain't that the truth? I mean, well, there's, a so... lot, there's a lot to say about yeah, you when, when your match comes up that I, I wrote down, too. 
um, that I like to get into. But yeah, that is very impressive to hear. I, I like hearing that for sure. Yeah. And this is it, right? No. 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 I thought it was. I thought it was. <laughs> no, we know what's coming with that crazy move that I can't name. It's coming to finish. That well, we I even like how the crowd's like, the crowd's into it too. I mean, because even later on, they start cheering and going crazy. And, and the IWM Mid-South crowd, they, I mean, sometimes you just got to, you'd have to get them to pop for anything. You might have to pull a gun out and shoot somebody. Because <laughs> they've literally seen everything. I'll tell don't you what. In, in Boaz, they do that. So we can't, we can't say that. They will pull <laughs> a gun out. I think Claudio's doing a great job playing the uh, you now heel bad guy wrestler here. Oh, here we go. Crowd. Right there is there insane, it is. dude. This freaking nonsense it. right here. I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, what in the world? <laughs> now, what is that pin called, Dan? Do you remember what they call that pin? Um, well, he he went from a uh, like a spinning La Mystica into a uh, Sky to Special almost. And it, he didn't get him though, did he? No. He didn't get him there, okay. Because uh, somebody on AEW does it. Um, Will or Yuta. That's right, because he pulls the leg down, too. Mm-hmm. See, now you got the crowd standing up, man. They're in this shit. I know, isn't that awesome? Tell you we what, can't dude. do anything to get them to stand up anymore. This is insane. Ooh. Oh, God! Yep, he counted it. his Rana into a sunset flip in midair. And, and, and see, I what like the how hell? they built up to it, because you've seen him do it earlier. And he, mm -hmm. it was a pin, and he attempted the pinfall. And then, oh, we're going to try it again. Oh, reversal, one, two, three. Yeah, I couldn't even – I can't even read my writing. I was writing so fast when I was uh, <laughs> when I was watching that. It, it was so quick. It was, that I was a sick-ass move, man. That was really badass. Another reversal into another pin. Incredible move, I said. I don't care what they so call It's so hard to get, I, the, the fan, I, to get the fans to stand up, like not for the finish, but they thought it was. And then what, they stayed standing until until the match ended. It's insane. Yeah. Is the match Point. still going on your end? Because it's not on mine. No, I stopped no. it away. I stopped it. I'm trying to get back off the screen. Oh, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure it's not me, guys. There we go. <laughs> uh, but, awesome match. Uh, Dan, yeah. I really appreciated that because I've never seen it before. Uh, I'm really impressed with Mike Quackenbush. It was, that was really impressive. Yeah, that was an awesome pick, man. I'm, I'm glad you picked one that, that, that a lot of people hadn't seen. Because we did, uh, we picked a wrestler that we liked, picked a couple of matches with him, and we all tried to stay away from the, the big name guys, or most of us did. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, somebody what picked are you Sammy, talking about? Somebody picked Sammy Guevara for some reason. So if you're oh, talking about no man, man on the totem pole, there you go. <laughs> I chose uh, Baron Von Rasky. <laughs> talking about the four-time TNT champion. Oh, God, yeah. Get the fuck off my TV. That's all I got. <laughs> the best thing he's known for is Marion um, Mella, whatever her name is. Doesn't I ain't going to lie. I had no problem with Sammy because I've been to a lot of the AEW shows, and I had no problem with him. Thought he was the next up and coming rising star. And then he just he started is. making out with Ty every fucking week on TV. And my man, it's now, what was it? Last week or the week before, they were just flat out making out in the background. Was it, I don't even love it. <laughs> it's flat ridiculous. out making out. <laughs> They're going home together. They're going home together. Like we get it. Sammy <laughs> and Ty. I think it's time for a break. Uh, uh, Nitro Pepsi. Oh, no. no. Oh, this fucking dude. <laughs> Dan, have we you already did our sponsorship spot? 
Yeah. <laughs> you did. I this earlier. You can't even pour it. What? Right. Look at the head on that, huh? <laughs> Dude, on the nitro week. Pepsi, Dan. If you were my yeah, bartender, I'd be fucking one. pissed. If I oh, oh we, got a, we got another connoisseur. Hang on. I would have got the back of my head slapped. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, there's different flavors of this stuff? Oh, yeah. There's regular and there's vanilla. It's fantastic. Why do you have two of them? You're having two tonight? Oh, that's just a old can from... Are you just pouring it or are you drinking it? Because he that's terrible. Like, 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 like James said, we're firing a big stupid mug. <laughs> well, he's got a mic. You read the instructions. It tells you to. Oh. It says, it says you open it and you do a hard pour straight upside down. He did it the right way. There's instructions on the can. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe that was my Who's pop. reading them? Open up. Who's reading them? Mike opened it up, tried to drink it, pour it all over himself. I did. I opened it up and drank it. Tasted like shit. Yeah, that's where you messed up, Mike. You didn't pour it in a, in a container. Uh. It says right here, chill can, pour hard, admire and enjoy. Now I'm yeah. admiring and enjoying. Oh, my God. Does it say how long to admire it? Both of you read it. Wait, wait. <laughs> I had a brutal match Friday night, and I stopped at the Mapco, and I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself. So I had a vanilla nitro Pepsi and a 32-ounce foam Mapco cup. On the way, yes, out. yes. Oh this nitro break is endorsed by your man, Cabana Man Dan. Devin's gonna linger on this for fucking weeks. Well, you like it, so like this is what's gonna well, happen. I, didn't I, say I liked know. it, I partook in it, and I was it tasted good, but it's like the foam tastes really good. But then when you get to the, the Pepsi, it was kind of flat to me. Just so you know, Dan, yeah, Devin doesn't have any pants on at all. He has no pants yeah, on. Yeah, I get through it. Yeah, he has no pants on. <laughs> no pants on. I know on. he doesn't have pants on because he's knocking on the bottom of that table, drinking yeah. that Pepsi. Hey! Uh -oh. Hey-oh! Yeah. Well, he's like a Sammy doll there. He's fucking, you know, he's getting after it. <laughs> I didn't need to say a thing. You got him, command, uh, Commander Man. Damn, you That's got great. him. You know him. Right. So I guess, uh, Brad, you, you feel like giving us a topic? Yeah, I, I do actually. Um, so Dan, I, I was a little nervous about doing this one because you're here and you're a uh, active wrestler. Let me ask you right off the bat, what do you think of uh, Dave Meltzer? I mean, he's never reviewed one of my matches, so what am I supposed to say? Uh, so uh, it was pretty fair. topical in the last month or so that, and everybody was like, uh, Kevin Nash spoke about it on Click This about, and and he, he kind of took it back a little bit, but so Offspring had. Four match. Uh, he's had five matches this month or last month that were five star matches, and I believe he named three or four other wrestlers, famous wrestlers, really good wrestlers like Danielson, Moxley, that in their entire lives they haven't added up to five stars. Okay, all of them together, and everybody's giving Meltzer such a hard time. If it wasn't for Dave Meltzer, there wouldn't be shows like this. So, with the exception of Adam and you, Dan, none of us have been in-ring performers. But believe me, James, myself, Coach, Devin, and Mike have our opinions of what goes on in the ring. This is just one man's opinion, maybe his team's opinion, of what he thinks is important in wrestling. If he likes the Japanese style, if he likes a Will Offspring match, I mean, it's, it, it's, he's been around for, what, decades, decades, and he's made a living off of that, and people respect it. I don't understand why everybody's getting mad at what he thinks is good when it's his opinion and only his opinion that people are buying. So if he, if he wants to publish 
that he thinks that this wrestling is better than this wrestling, if he doesn't like uh, a coffin match, if he doesn't like a zombie match, if he doesn't like a match where someone gets electrocuted, it's his prerogative. We make a lot of jokes and we don't give a shit what he says, but I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't give a shit what I say. At least he's successful doing it. So my point is this, is that I don't think we should be getting mad at someone's opinion. And especially the fact just because people buy it doesn't make him a bad guy. About it. I don't know what you guys think of all that. Um, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's the opinion of, of one man that's watched thousands of hours of wrestling. I mean, it, it, you know, his opinion is important. I mean, it's not anything I'd like hang my hat on. Like it just depends. It, did you, you know, if I have a match and the people were into it, whether, whether we did, a thousand moves or we did four moves it's a story that we told and if the crowd's with it no matter what we did and no matter how the match ended that's what really matters it, did you take this did you take the crowd on the ride that you wanted to did you get did you get the reaction uh that you wanted based off what kind of story you were telling that's the most important thing you know is it, it, and then and then the next week are there more people that had bought tickets in the arena versus last week that's when you know that what you're doing is actually good or not, whether it draws a crowd next time and then a bigger crowd the following time. So, I mean, you know, people people put a lot of, of weight on his opinion because, you know, he is a wrestling expert despite not being a performer. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it seems like a, at this point, the way social media is, if no matter what he says, it's going to split, split, split the opinions on everybody. And then everybody are just going to just jump all over it either way. So you might as well tell your honest opinion because half the people won't like it anyways. <laughs> and you know, the thing about Twitter now is that there's a lot of opinions out there, but they're oh, not the getting, worst, but they don't have a newsletter. Right. And there's people to talk all kind of shit on there, but again, they don't have a newsletter. I, I think he gets just a bad rap because he's got a, he's got a successful business. He does. And you know, I, again, it's like I said, it's just one man's opinion. If just because maybe Osprey doesn't sell merchandise, doesn't mean that Dave Meltzer doesn't like it. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I went to his defense this week because I think there's a, it is, it has always been and always will be his opinion uh, of what he's doing and whether how everybody takes it's up to them. So that's, that's a good thing either way because if people didn't engage, I mean, I think Dave's good for wrestling because it gets people talking. And I've always heard the phrase when it comes to wrestling, there's no, no such thing as bad publicity. And if, if people are talking one way or the other, at least they're talking about you. It's, it's just like Cornette too. I mean, just, just because, um, you know, Meltzer, I think if he would have been in the ring and it has some experience in the ring, I don't think he'd get as much crap as he does. But then Ray, Brian I don't, Alvarez, I don't think correct? being in the ring matters as much. I mean, you, it's just an opinion one way or the other. I mean, I've met lots of people who wrestle who have fucking shit takes on stuff. So it doesn't matter if you're a performer or not. It's like if you're a dummy or not, you know? Hey, Siskel and Ebert never were in any movies. But they I have, oh, good everyone. point. Nah, I got it. something to say about damn. this because this is one of my favorite topics. Uh, I would say, number one, Meltzer, like, he has been on the forefront of it and he has put, like, wrestling, like, kind of out there. So I'll give him props for that because – you know, he is talking about it actively. He's been doing the newsletter for God knows how long. Like, so he is kind of, he's putting it out there, man. He's doing his part to promote the business, I'll say. But also, I think the readers of it kind of take his opinion as like gospel. And that's my issue with it. Like, if he hates something, then that means all these other people hate it too. And I don't think that's right. Like, 
form your own opinion, you know, watch it for yourself. But just because this guy likes it or hates it doesn't mean that, well, Meltzer said it was good, so it's good. Or Meltzer said it's bad, so it sucks. Like, I think that's where the line needs to kind of be drawn a little bit. Like, he, like we said, it is, it is his opinion. But a lot of people are like, that's right. I'm following that. And I think that's where it gets a little shady. Gotcha. See, I, that's like, that's like when people go and before they watch a movie, they check Rotten Tomatoes yeah, and they'll just yeah. trust the, the, the opinion of, of, of faceless people they've never met before, whether or not they should go see a movie or not, when you should just go see it and base your own opinion on it. Exactly. See, I'm, I'm okay with like, his opinion. It's when he says, oh, this is what's going to happen, but it may not happen because <laughs> it may wait two more months and then, then this is going to happen and but they could turn around and switch and put on this guy. And you know, that's my problem with him. Yeah, As a fan, I will say the spoiler stuff like, Oh, they're doing this on this date as a fan. I really don't like that. I'm going to be dead honest with you. Right. I'd rather be surprised. I love the surprises. I don't give a fuck who's coming here. Who's doing what? Who's this? It kind of ruins it for me, but that's not just him. Oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm no, saying like as in general, because me and no. Alba got into a discussion about this too. And he's like, well, I'm like, man, fuck you. Like, I'm a fan. I want to see this shit happening live in person. I do, too. I don't want to know yeah. anything. I do have I do have one I, question, though. What about, like, a, a wrestling journalist that will review stuff and review matches on a bias because he's buddies with them or they share, they share tidbits with them, and then that skews a perspective of how he would rate yeah. this match? Well, that's what that's they say. It's all work, man. Him, right? It's all a work. But, again, you know, there's a lot of them out there. A lot of them. So, and I mean, no one's paying me off, but I have an opinion and believe me, it don't mean nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had this week, guys. I just, um, okay, this went to his defense a little bit. I just think uh, he's a successful guy and yeah. he gets a little bit of heat for his own opinion. That's all. Oh, I met him in Chicago personally. I mean, he's, he was nice to me. Him and Alvarez both. I don't They're think he's nice evil. I don't think well, he's yeah, evil. Yeah, he no. has the best interest of the business in mind. Yeah. It's not like he's yeah. doing it to sabotage anything. They just think like, he's just the worst guy in the world because, like you said, James, they take his his word as gospel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of this has come from Bischoff and, uh, of course, um, Pritchard. But th- that's a work, too. I hate to break it to everybody. <laughs> right. That's a work on the show, too. They're playing the game. <laughs> They, they probably all have dinner together. <laughs> R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. You know? It's all it works. All right, back to you, James. Well, well back to uh, – well, thank you, uh, Brad, for that exciting stuff. Uh, and now it's on to Adam. Adam, what you got for us this week? Next uh, week. <laughs> no, actually, um, you know, since we're – you know, we got Dan on and everything. I like to kind of just use my topic as, is when we first started, you know, as Cabana Man Dan, he had the boots and the Hawaiian style stuff. And now he goes as the castaway. What made the transition from Cabana Man to the, to the castaway Cabana Man? Well, for the longest time, you know, when I was wrestling barefoot, I did the flip flop chop. I was clean shaven with like a short haircut and just really like fun loving, happy, yo lucky, baby face, underdog type thing. And I did that for a really long time. And then after asking and getting feedback from people I respect in the business, including Gabe Sapolsky, after I did a trout at Evolve, was like, this is good, but the flip-flop chops don't really do it for me all the time. And then some people were like, yeah, comedy can only get you so far. 
And it's like, it's kind of hard to, how do you evolve from that? And that's when I decided to do the castaway gimmick because I had lost my job due to COVID at the time and I could grow my hair out. I could grow the beard out. What if I go on being just like, just, I mean, I'm, you know, people would say I'm a good wrestler and everything. Well, let's lean on that and just focus more on the ability and just like just pure grit and wrestle mad and all this stuff and just, and just try to have a better showing as far as something more serious and in a, in a different presentation that nobody else is doing. And that's when I was like, well, what can people relate to? I was like, well, Tom Hanks castaway, you know, you got this guy who's a survivalist who's like wearing gear that looks like he literally made it from leaves and coconuts and shit he finds on the Island. Let's go with that. And he just, he wrestles like he's trying to survive and any, any mistake an opponent makes is a chance for me to roll somebody up or time up or hit a finisher on them or whatever. And we just kind of lean on that and it, it worked out really well. And it's fun. So I, I love the castaway gimmick because you're, you're it's more intense. You can tell that yeah. you're enjoying the wrestling better too. So. And that's the, that's the gimmick. I mean, that's the uh, persona you're playing in this match coming up. Yes. Right, not, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, um, Devin had a question. He wanted to know, has, have you ever uh, wrestled Baron Black? Yes, I have. Um, we uh, with him being at New South for a long time, and he was he was a top he was a top guy for for a really long time. We had wrestled each other in the finals of the uh, of the Haas tournament in 2019. Uh, defeated him with an avalanche style slice bread off the top rope. Uh, he's an excellent wrestler, man. Like I think he's criminally underrated. Uh, you know he's he's been on AEW, Dark and Elevation, and I think Dynamite once or twice, but. I think he's only got like one win and like a hundred losses. Uh, he's a great technical wrestler, serious wrestler, looks the part. He can talk. It's just, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what else he needs. You know, he's, he's great. Yeah. I was actually, uh, I'm a big fan of watching AW dark and he's one of the guys that's commonly shown on there, especially during the pandemic. And that's why I, I really like started, like getting a liking for him and watching him and stuff. And then when I was watching the second match that we're going to watch, they actually mentioned his name, like right in the beginning of it. So I was just, uh, I don't know. I messaged Brad talking about it a little bit, but. Yeah, no, we, yeah. we wrestled quite a bit. And um, he now runs his own promotion in the Atlanta area. If you want to check it out, it's called battle slam. It's kind of like Def jam vendetta, but pro like, but in real life, it's got a really heavy uh, rap and urban vibe. And, um, uh, featuring several African American talents and Adam Priest, which is like the one white guy on the show, and uh, they do they do they have a really fun show um, in Atlanta. So if you're around there, just check out Battle Slam. So I had a question for you. You said you went from wrestling barefooted, and now you wear boots, right? Other way around. I started in boots, and then and then ended up wrestling barefoot. Okay. So what's the difference in between you, and what do you like better? I like being barefoot a million times better because I've got better control. I don't have boots weighing me down. And I just, I just, it, it's, it's a cool thing that not a lot of people, uh, not a lot of wrestlers do is wrestle barefoot. I mean, there's, there's a few here and there, but they eventually put boots on or whatever. So I think it's, I think that's a, that's a classic pro wrestling look is to wrestle barefoot. Bro. Yeah. They, yeah. Him, right. and then, <laughs> then Solo Sokoa. <laughs> Also, yeah, we see we see a couple of them out there wrestling with it, but um, was it Rusev? I think it was that used to come out barefooted, and yeah. then they made him put boots on. Yeah, you know. So I didn't know if there was a big difference in 
you know, and just the rainwater. You rather doing the same thing between not having boots on and having boots on. Oh, yeah, I had to wear boots uh, randomly because I was wrestling in a in a um, in, in, in an exhibition match in the middle of a death match tournament where there's broken glass and thumbtacks right. everywhere. So I had to wear boots on, and I was yeah, just I was clunky, about that. <laughs> clunky and heavy and clumsy. So I don't like it. Um, I had to wrestle barefoot because I was tying my boots up, and I I, I cinched the laces and they snapped. Oh, I was like, well, sh- oh. well, what do I do? And then the promoter was like, you're an Islander. Why don't you just wrestle barefoot tonight? And I'm like, okay. So I just never, I never looked back. Except when I lost my gimmick to a fake Cabana Man Dan, I had, I had to be just Dan, wear black trunks, black knee pads, and black wrestling shoes. And I had to do that for a few months. So that was oh, fun. Great shit, man. That is great shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of stuff that yeah, makes us happy, like man. Well, I know the guy now. He's Rolando Freeman on NWA. He he pinned Matt Cardona a couple times. He was doing the fake Cabana Man Dan gimmick for a while. Nice. Well, speaking of different I gimmicks like... and stuff, didn't you do a gimmick here a year or so ago with somebody named Dan Housen? Yeah, yeah. I was I was uh I was a Dan Housen in the uh, at Black Label Pro. It was uh, all out weekend in Chicago last year. It was uh, Effie Dan Housen, Warhorse, and Dan the Dad versus four Dan Housens, which wound up being. Cabana Man, Dan Housen, Megabot, Ron Housen, uh, Devin Monroe Housen, and Puff Housen. Awesome. 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 <laughs> and that was fun. That was really, that was wild. Well, there, well, there's, one, there's, one, well, there's ever... one more, hang on, there's one more guy I was going to ask you about. And uh, I don't know if he's just throwing shade, throwing heat or what, but what's the deal with, um, oh, uh, Donnie Primetime? Adam. What, what do you do? Oh, he's throwing shade on the show or something. Well, as I saw what he was trying to do, he's just he's just trying to get a rise out of me, trying to uh Would you like me to read it? For you? Would you like me to read oh, it? Oh, you can read it. Go ahead. Yeah, read it, Brad. Brad has all this information. Yeah, I wasn't quite as ready as I thought I was no. gonna be there. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he's just trying to get people to talk about him one way or another. Yeah, I've met the guy and he seemed like a nice guy, just kind of threw me yeah. off while he would just start throwing shade like that. Yeah, he he can he can do that. That's fine. He's a prick. <laughs> so so this is what this is what he said. Just so everybody at home knows what we're uh, what we're talking about here. He said, "Here's a question for him. Why do you still wrestle? You're an ass, and and never has been, and never will be." Fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, I ain't got nothing for it. But all right, all right, that's fine. Golly. You don't beef down. Bruce, hey, Brad, you got any more shit talking on him you got? No. That was, I was actually very surprised to see that. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, Game on. Crazy. Game on. Prime time. <laughs> what did oh, you have? You go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I actually want to ask you about another one of my uh, favorite independent wrestlers. Um, can you tell me a story about wrestling uh, the new sensation? <laughs> Who? Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> We're talking about on a trampoline or in a ring? Oh! oh. There we go. Oh, any, any stories you want to share about him? Oh, man. Oh. Um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, you know, we, we go way back. I mean, we, we could talk about where we would go and wrestle um, at this place called uh, ACW in, in Boaz. It's actually where Arn Anderson, he talks about in his podcast where he started. 
you know, that's the same, that's the same show that me and Adam worked like 30 years later. Um, and we would, uh, it was, it was a, when we started, it was in like, um, this big garage kind of thing with a couple of, uh, rundown trailers. And those were the locker rooms. Like they were like mobile homes that we were changing in. And, uh, they'd always have, um, WWF, uh, velocity and, and cause it was, they had cable or whatever. So me and me and uh, new sensation, Adam from Bama, would watch like London and Kendrick do really cool stuff. We would, we would try to incorporate that into our matches. So, um, but yeah, we, we had, we had a lot of fun, man. You know, uh, we wrestled each other a bunch all over Alabama and Georgia. Um, it was just, it was always a fun time. You know, he was, he was one of the homies when you first start out and uh, riding in the car with and getting beat up in training and all this stuff, man. It's crazy. Training was yeah, rough. He sent us a tag team match of you guys against each other earlier this week. That was kind of fun to watch. Adam attempted a backflip off the top. Shooting corner. star is the one in yeah, the tower. Okay, yeah. It was like a little music video, too. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. That, that's a good one. Yeah, that's cool. I just wanted to, I just wanted to shout that out. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, it was cool because back then, that style of wrestling was not really like seeping into the Alabama area yet, but that, you know, we were big on the the NWA TNA X division, and uh, you know Adam was one of the guys that could do that Ring of Honor and, and X division style. So we always got paired up to do that kind of cool stuff. Oh, that's a tag team you just mentioned, uh, Brian Kendrick and Paul London. When I was growing up, they're one of my favorite tag teams to watch because I just grew up in that like 2005, oh, 2006 era. Them on SmackDown. So, well, you were born in 2000, so you know this, Dan. Dan you're 24 years old. Oh yeah, I'm that's older why than he dad. said way I'm back not. in 1997. Yeah, oh, back. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am older than both his parents. It's weird, <sighs> right? <laughs> as long as I don't call you daddy, we're good. Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy now because I'm starting to wrestle against people that weren't even born yet when me and Adam started. People like uh, Billy Starks and um. Like like a, someone like a Marco Stunt, you know, these are just these young kids that he's that young, Marco Stunt. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> he's pretty young. He though. just looks young. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. All right. Hey, I guess back to you, James. Oh, thank God. Right. Well, now I uh, see. <laughs> I see you on the outline. It's uh, I guess it's my turn. I'm just not gonna read what that says, but uh... it says the spirit of the hurricane, James. Well, I do want to say, uh, I'm not a religious person, but thoughts and prayers or whatever, uh, however people cope with stuff uh, that are dealing with the Hurricane Ian uh, backdrop. I was on the outer edge of it, you know, where I live in Florida. So we just got like heavy, heavy wind and rain. Uh, nothing too crazy, but uh, I will say in the, I'll just give you a rundown of what happened to me that day. So Wednesday, of course, I had to go to work because my boss is an asshole and um I'm, uh, I came home. He listens to his podcast. Hard. You know that, right? Huh? He listens to his podcast. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. That dude has no life. Yeah, he don't listen to shit. He listens to his wife, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But, uh, yeah. Good man. Good man. Good man. He's a bitch. Right, Devin? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Finger her under the table. So, right. we, uh... <laughs> So my, uh, my friend from across the street, you know, my neighbor, he comes over and he's like, hey, man, we're going to go uh, to this dude's house. Like, 
they're having a little hurricane party. We're just going to party there, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's only going to rain and be windy. I'm like, hey, cool. No doubt. Like, let's go. So I grabbed my bottle of vodka, grabbed a case of beer because, you know, I want to be like uh, cordial. Like, hey, thanks for having me over. You know, here's, some, you know, let's get drunk. <laughs> and uh, we show up there and uh, see my buddy, like probably after an hour of us being there. Mind you, we've already been drinking and he's sitting on the couch. And I'm like, oh, man, I wonder if he's about to pass out or something. Then we're all hanging out, you know, shooting the <laughs> shit, playing pool and everything. Then we look again, and uh, his girlfriend's over there, and they're kind of talking to each other. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it. Well, you know, a couple minutes go by, and then I look over, and they're gone. Him and his girlfriend are gone. Their car is not there. They're gone. Mind you, I'm at a people's house that I just met. Like, I don't know these people, and I got stranded. And it's a hurricane, so it's not like I can call an Uber to leave. So, you know. I pretty much got stranded there, and I was like, hey, like, so he left. Is it cool if I just chill? Like, yeah, man, you're cool, bro. Like, they were really cordial, really nice. It was uh, very welcoming. But, yeah, I got stranded at a random person's house and had to stay there. So, you know, drank till, like, 3 a.m. Uh, You know, we went outside. I got bitch slapped by the rain. It was uh, It felt like getting hit with a pellet gun or, like, paintballs or something. It was pretty windy. But yeah, spent it. Shout out to the people that I don't know their names, <laughs> but thanks for being nice and not kicking me out in a fucking hurricane when my boy left me, <laughs> you know? Sorry, man. We, we got into an argument. I'm like, bro, you left me at a stranger's house. Like, they could have jumped me. You know what I'm saying? They could have done whatever. But, yeah, you know. But what happened in the morning? What happened? Like, when did you leave? Right How home? did you leave? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, the dude, like, there, you know, there's probably like six people there. Guy that was passed out on the couch, he was pretty cool. He was like, you need a ride? It was like 9.30 in the morning. He was like, uh, yeah, please. <laughs> that was passed out in the chair. He was passed out on the couch. Damn, ride the lightning, I guess. A lot of passed out stories <laughs> with you, though. Hey, well, Brad. I live a pretty wild life, man. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. Like, it is what it is. At least I'm a decent enough human that people <laughs> like me enough to be like, you're cool, bro. And we drank all night. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> Until somebody uh, gets the lube and takes care of you in either area. I mean, hey. shit. Don't, that's not how we weird. roll, coach. <laughs> like, save your weird. shit for yourself. <laughs> that's a different kind of hurricane party. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coach Rosie, everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> did you get did kicked it? out in the closet or something? You know what? I, I turned off the virtual Rosie background. Did. I mean, he does have a dildo. Rosie does. Oh, it's never been used. Don't just open it out of the box. <laughs> yeah. well, Look, hey, get the man, fuck out of here, bro. Get look, out of here. You, I mean, I wonder what Cabana Man's sitting there thinking now. I took it out of the box. This. I took it out of the box in front of everybody. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. We put it back the in the box. box opinions of the kickout crew do not represent Cabana Man Dan's. <laughs> <laughs> this is their own thing. No, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> kickout crew. <laughs> well, it's exciting great, stuff. And, and that was the spirit of the hurricane. <laughs> Once again, uh, you know, shout out to everybody dealing with the aftermath of it. But hey, you know, at least we're, all we can do is build back better. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what, James? We're good idea. You didn't get hit. Yeah, we're, we are happy. We're fine. Record yeah. here with us tonight and do what you got to do. Yeah. We were worried about you and you wouldn't answer. Yeah, no, I've uh, <laughs> a lot of people have talked shit about, yeah, man, since yeah. you messaged, you didn't reply to nothing. Thought you were dead. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> concerned. God forbid. I'm going to hurricane to take out James Oker. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't that like, the truth? He's like, <laughs> all we need is, hey, I'm good. Everyone. I'm fucked up. I'm good. I'm good. Relax. That's all we, that's all we need. I'm good. Yeah, that's all sorry, we need. 
Partied hard and slept the whole next day. <laughs> and say we had to message your neighbor, message your best friend, message your message dad. My dad. Like, hey. I went on the Shivani. I went on the Shivani Zoom just to see if you were there. <laughs> and I was I at the bar. That's I, I didn't care. I didn't care. I, <laughs> I knew you'd make it. I knew you'd make it. I, mean, I said, "Hey, Han. James just texted us. He's fine. Relax. So we're good." She's like, yeah. "All right." You know what's crazy I, is you would you would have heard if it was bad, but since it was nothing, I just was like, "Okay, whatever." But I, I didn't know. think about the fact that y'all hey, didn't know it was nothing because right, head, I was like, that was nothing." Yeah, I got well, I, I got family right there in Daytona. They're telling me how bad it is oh, there. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. We'll uh, see. Like, like I said, I was on the outer edge of it, so it you guys forget cut northeast. James and I got lost and we got fucked up at a biker bar in Jacksonville, and we made it through a pay per view and made it to where we were going to stay. We we know how to survive in some real tough situations. And I partied at a house that we were not really invited to. And that night, I partied all night with them. <laughs> you sure did. I've been left in Mardi Gras five before. in the morning. This is, that is not that a lie. That was a great I, night. I went to New Orleans uh, with, like, this chick that was, like, it was a whole ordeal. Not my chick. But, uh, yeah, she left me in New Orleans when I was in college, yeah. So, you know, I've li- you, know so you just got to survive, man. <laughs> L-I-V-I-N, baby. New Orleans, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a callback. Yeah. Walking the streets of New Orleans when the sun goes down, pretty fucking terrifying. <laughs> not gonna lie. That's where I'll be in two weeks. But New Orleans is badass. Bourbon streets of shit. Have a hand grenade. <laughs> but only one. Notice I said a hand grenade. <laughs> Talking oh. about New Orleans, shout out to our buddy Frank Bruno. Yep. Moved we'll down be, there. be visiting him in two weeks. Nice. And that um, is the spirit of the hurricane. So just so you know, James, Coach is not going to talk about movies today. He's got something else for us. I just wanted to, to inter- interrupt this outline. Oh, well, hey, we got movie and TV time with Coach Rosie. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not. Go ahead, Coach. What are we going to talk about? Well, in anticipation of the upcoming premiere of season two of Heels. It's that's a TV out, show. Uh, yeah, I fucked up. October. <laughs> Who watched season one and what you fuckers? Let me just we're we're listening. We're listening. Okay. Who is your favorite character on heels and why is it Wild Bill after he took a shit in the season finale because he was all fucked up on Percocets? Now, well, you Tell know me, me why Wild Bill is not the best character. He is my Heels. best character, but it's because of him on the airplane when he took his dick out. Because you know me. <laughs> Rick Flair. Woo! No, I'm going to be damn fucking honest with you. I have not seen that show. What is the matter with you? Jack Spade, Ace Spade. <laughs> Ad-free shows keeps me so busy. I just don't have time for anything else. That's because you're a mark. <laughs> you got to uh, reach again, out. James? You don't Cabana use Man, that word. Have you seen any of the uh, episodes? I don't, I don't have uh, terrestrial TV on the islands, so I have not seen Heels. Okay, I'll send you my password so you can just uh, get in that shit. I, I, I know. It's, absolutely, it's absolutely fantastic. Real quick. Dan. Hey. Hey. Hello there. We should, we should just replace uh, Adam with her. <laughs> there we go. You know, it's been in discussion. It'd be a <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to say hey to Uncle Dan real quick. Yo. What's up? What are you doing? 
Oh, uh, you know, just talking, talking with these marks. <laughs> Ron. You're right. You're right. Talking these marks. <laughs> I mean that lovingly. It was yeah. good seeing you again. Good seeing you. Good seeing you. You said you need to uh, go back to the gym so we can see you again. I do. I need to get back in the gym. Yes, I do. Be there 5 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, we better get moving then. Um, <laughs> Coach, are you I'm frozen? I'm nowhere at 5 a.m. No, I'm no, you're right. back. You're back. Now, I, I mean, once again, uh, my wife even watches Heels with me. That's how much uh, that's that says something. That's a really great show. It, you know, they they talked about it on um, uh, Jake the Snakes podcast every week. Uh, they would follow the episodes. It's worth watching if you haven't watched it. And guess what else starts in a couple days? Uh, stories from the territories. Is that what it's Tales from the Territories? Tales from the Territories. Off. Yeah. Oh, is is that not James? Uh... Yeah, Eric fucked me on that one. Shout out to Eric Bischoff. Appreciate a million dollar idea. You let piss down the drain, you son of a bitch. Well, I invented okay. garbage, milk, so I get it. Yeah. Okay. He knows. Here's my. Uh, I'm not my... Dwayne Johnson. I get it. Here's I'm a my nobody real part, but. I totally, like, over two years ago, I was on a Zoom, specifically asked him a straight-up question, like, hey, do you think a territory show would be good, like a Dark Side of the Ring thing, blah, blah, blah. Went through this whole spiel. And that son of a bitch like, no. No, there's just not an audience for it. It's too, uh, it's too, uh, what do you say, like? Inside. Yeah, it's too inside. Nobody would watch it. And I'm like, okay. And then the next thing you know, Dwayne Johnson, $7 production. My motherfucker. You, oh, what an ass. He, he, he listens to ad free shows. Imagine that. <laughs> Probably sorry, took coach. my damn idea. <laughs> sorry, coach. We, I'm sorry. We interrupted you big time there. He was thinking of Actually, I wanted to say this. This is coming out October 6th. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Eric's a great guy, but I'm not going to stick up for him. I, I was able to represent ad free shows at the Cauliflower Alley Club. And if anybody has an opportunity to go to the Cauliflower Aller Club in Vegas, it's an amazing event. You will be able to interact with some of the greatest icons of our sport and be able to lend your help financially, work-wise, to a great organization. We had Conan uh, getting awards, Jeff Jarrett getting awards, JBL getting awards, The King was there. So I would highly recommend, this is my segment, uh, yeah, The Heels is a great show, but come to reality that the Cauliflower Alley uh, program helps wrestlers that have been hurt in our industry. And that's kind of brought out in Heels because one of the guys, uh, the, the main guy, takes his own life. Cauliflower Alley takes care of that kind of stuff. If you have an opportunity, check out their website, donate some money, become a lifetime member, and help the icons of our sport through what they need to deal with, whether it's physically or mentally. I highly recommend the Cauliflower Alley Club. That's Amen. All I have. Amen to that. Good shit. I, uh, you know, definitely uh, agree and respect that. And I know a lot of our listeners, uh, are lifetime members and do uh, support for sure. All right. Let's get that second <laughs> match started, James, huh? Or whoever's doing it, Adam. No, I go ahead, know. James. I mean, uh, you're the one that can share the screen and all that stuff. You are the 
I figured you want to do the build up. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. While you pull that up, uh, we might as well get right down to it. It is our man, Cabana Man Dan versus Yeah, it is a new South title match from a IWTV Family Reunion 2021. Took place April 8th of 2021 at the 81 Bay Brewing Company in Tampa, Florida. Hard A. Hard A, indeed. All right. For those of you at home, Getting ready to start this bad boy up. That would be IWTV Family Reunion 2021. And we will have the links in the uh, Is that a bar? description, right, James? We will have the links in the description, Brad. You're what? definitely correct. What, what kind of place was this, Dan? It was, uh, I think I might have muted myself. Hold on a second. No, I didn't. Can you hear there me? There you go. Yeah, you're yeah, good. You go. Okay, cool. It was it was a it was a it was a cool brewery, man. It, um, you can't see it, but there was like fish statues all over the other wall. Um, the, it was it was a nice it was a nice place with uh, lots of room backstage. Um, this was like a early day show, so there's not a lot of people there, but there's a lot of people watching uh, on IWTV. Uh, if, you, if you're not subscribed to IWTV.live, it's uh, it, it, they provide a ton of uh, live pro wrestling week in and week out. If you've never signed up, use promo code Cabana Man. Um, I don't know if you really get a discount or anything, but they do send me compensation for uh, people signing up for subscriptions. So it helps me and my wrestling career and uh, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm signed up for the IWTV. I watch quite often. I might have actually seen this back at our WrestleMania weekend. You guys have all this time. <laughs> they got a lot of taps. <laughs> I noticed the taps in the background. They got a lot of taps. It figures you noticed that, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see the menu. Like, I wonder if I recognize any of those. I probably won't have any yingling there. Ha! I'll be no. IPA. <laughs> Do they give baby beers if you order two? <laughs> Fucking dicks. <laughs> I'm still pissed about the best that. Best part of the story is they didn't tell you. The best part of the story is they didn't tell you. They just brought it. Like, no yeah. big deal. No big deal. Just baby beers. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, and play. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, Dan, the first question I have here is this guy is a lot bigger than you. How is it working with him as a, such a, uh, a large, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're probably what, about 5'10"? Uh, no, I'm like 5'3". Uh, and and right here, probably like 140. <laughs> That's what my slimmest. Well, you know that Adam is built as six foot. No. 5'11 and a half. But uh, I see how would that's I know a, that's that? eleven no, I soft. I didn't. I've never met you in person, so I wouldn't know how tall you are because you're just next to another guy here. But so really, you're five three. So and Derek, Derek carries himself big, and even though I'm small, I also try to carry myself larger than what I am too. And man, I was in really good shape there. Now I'm sad because I've In the last year or two, you've been in your best shape ever, man. It's just crazy how through the years you've just gotten. Better and better and better in shape too. Oh, so like I all you get the then. yeah, it's just. I mean, you've changed a lot because I was watching, you know, our backyard stuff here not too long ago, and then the one that I showed Devin, compared to here, man, you're in major shape right here, buddy. So Dan, the the thing that's going on in here, it, we we don't have the audio playing though, is that the announcers are acting like it's a really big deal that you um are taking control of this match early 
Were you a big underdog here? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, even though I had held the championship until Derek beat me for it, um, it's just, it, they were just kind of surprised that I uh, took over so early on him with just technical wrestling and some speed versus a guy that can, he can do it all, but he's mostly uh, known for being like a brawler type and just old school, kind of like a Terry Gordy. You know what I really like about your style uh, that I notice is that you stay on them. And even though you you land a big move, you're not there to play to the crowd and like stomp around the ring like a heel. I mean, you're you go right back at it, right back into another hold. Uh, is that the way you've always been? I mean, it it depends, um, especially on what the atmosphere is. I mean, this is a championship match. We're both wrestling uh, hard to try to you know win, you know, put on a championship style match, and you know maybe get a job out of it from from somebody else. You know all that stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just like want right to stay here. on him because I want to win. Yeah. Like right here. Well, yeah, I get, I get it. I just like that. I like that aggressive style. You know, you hear so many times with an announcer saying like, why does he need to keep going? And, but you do, <laughs> you know, you know, one's saying that for you. Yeah. There's just, just, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah. yeah. The cast, when he's, especially since he's began, began doing the castaway, oh, he's a whole lot more intense. And that's, that's what I was saying earlier. I, I like it a whole lot better. Oh, this is the move. The scissors. His head scissors on the outside. Scissor me, daddy, baby. Scissor me, daddy. So you got a good 50 people in the crowd. There's a lot of people there. They just were dressed up like chairs. Yeah. (laughs) That girl's titties are are fucking nasty there. (laughs) God damn. Coach has had a a big day, Dan. He's been drinking mimosa since since seven o'clock Arizona time. Dude, I don't care if uh, I was drunk, sober, sleepy, whatever. If I saw those tits, I still throw up. I, I promise you, you've done worse in your life. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wild Bill Saloon. That's all I got to say. Wild <laughs> Bill Saloon, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, talk yes. that talk. <laughs> Wild, Wild Bill or, or Babes? Either one. Gosh. <laughs> uh, here we go. I love this right here. Okay. Uh, it's just so Ooh. good. And then... He's playing the heel, the heel character here, and just you know, moving around the ring slowly, methodically. Now, this ring right here looks a lot smaller than the previous ring. Yeah, I think this one's a sixteen. Yeah, when you go from a sixteen to sixteen to twenty by twenty, your your steps are a little different. You got to yeah, take a little longer steps. Do you have to yeah. like short? Do you shorten your stride or like maybe elongate it? Just like bam, bam, done, bam, bam. You know. In the twenty foot ring, I try to elongate mine because. I try to do like a three-step. Yeah. And then I three-step and I turn off the ropes because if you don't time it right and you hit the ropes with your side or something, that shit hurts, especially when you're not used <laughs> yeah. to it. Hey, Dan, do you remember who the announcers are for this? Yeah, this is, um, uh, I think, I think Mosley, uh, Jonathan Mosley, or is Carmen Michael and Dump Sanders, I think. I think they do think a fantastic job of putting you guys of just telling the story in the ring as well. You guys are doing a great job in the ring, but the, I know it hasn't probably happened yet, but there's a part where they're really selling your damaged hand here. I, I think it adds so much to it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because earlier uh, we were on the floor and um, Derek Neal chopped the ring post. He goes in, selling his hand. I stomp his hand, and then uh, we, we kind of play into that later. When, as far as using it as, a, as an escape to get out of holds. Well, you're, you're telling stories here. I mean, yeah. you're, telling, brother. you're telling stories. And I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Loved it. 
Yeah, so he's Dan's always been better at that than I was. So are you at some kind of bar right here in this one? Yeah. 81 Bay or Where the fuck you been? God damn, Mike. Pay the fuck attention. 81 Bay Brewing Company in Tampa, Florida. You dumb shit. Pay the So you're at an elementary school? You see the tabs in the background, bro? It's elementary school? God, we spent five minutes talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a playground the right out the front door. On the wall. Well, he walked by the monkey bars on the way in. You didn't see him. Here we go. Oh yeah. And there's that barefoot kick. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a good camera shot too. Pump right? handle, pump handle slam. Is that what they call that? That's urinagi. urinagi. Oh, urinagi. I wrote urinagi. that shit down too. Pump handles when they bend you over and put John through. You're right. I'm an asshole. That's okay. You're dumb shit too. <laughs> it's all right, Richard. Callback. Eric Neal. He reminds me of uh, the NWA's uh, question mark or Joe Josephus. Yeah. He actually passed away a couple years ago, but he's the same type of wrestler. Very similar, I see. He's like a smaller Trevor Murdoch. So, Dan, I don't that, know if you that's know your, this. That's what I was thinking, Trevor Murdoch. 24 years old, and he's the biggest NWA fan of all of us. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go with these fucking action figures again. The love of God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I collected my whole life. I gotta gotta keep tributing somehow. Do you have an exclusive spray painted Hulk Hogan figure from the eighties that could be worth a lot of money if you didn't spray paint it as a child? <laughs> Great job selling here, Dan. And there it is. The stop on the hand. Boom. We still got about four minutes. I can tell. Four minutes. What is it? When, was it a night with my wife that I'm, we're talking about? Hey, no, nobody said three minutes. minutes. Come on, Brad. We all know you can't last eight seconds in the box. First four. off, that's, that's with that foreplay, my friend. Four wait, wait a minute. Four minutes? You think he went twice? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's about a 10-minute match. I can tell it's about a 10-minute match. We appreciate your opinion there, Coach, that it, you think it could be a 10-minute match. What are you, where are you oh, getting that from? Oh. There's a big crash and burn in the corner by Derek Neal. I'm just reading man. I'm just reading the tea leaves, brother. <laughs> so while we're watching the match, Dan, you got anything coming up here? Like when's your when when can we catch you in the ring again? Coming up. Uh, like you can catch you can catch me at uh, Pro South Wrestling on Friday nights in, in Piedmont. Um and I had just came back from a a tour of uh, Portland and Seattle. Uh, I gotta check. I don't really know what I, what else I got coming up, but um, I'll just how's, be I'll be there on 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 most Fridays. How yeah, can the, you let us know when you're on Fight TV? Yeah, yeah. Fight right? or IWTV, and then um, I'll, I'll let you know about a, a match that I got coming up. It's all, it'll be on YouTube tomorrow, I think, from this okay. last Friday. So what sucked about that fist is he backfisted me and hit me right in the eye, and I had to sling that. <laughs> I had to sling that. Uh, that headbutt blind, pretty much. That's really good, though. That looked really good. It's coming, guys. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. So, but, how many times have you worked with 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 Neil? Uh, in in that one year, probably about four or five times. And the last match that we had was a uh, was a four corner leather strap match. That was really fun. We beat the hell out of each other. Oh, there it is. Who do you think you have your best matches with? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Derek, for sure. John Michaels. So, you know, watching this match, you know, I didn't know who was going to win. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when it finishes. But 
Now up there, do you like being up on the top up top ropes on the turnbuckle? It's fun. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I don't I get, do anything I get fancy or flippy off of it. So that yeah. looked pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, so. so right here, yeah, I thought yeah. it was over. I just want you to know that. That's because the sense of urgency, you know, I power bomb the dude off the top and just trying to yeah. shoot that pin as quick as possible. Yeah, and you also put that Dan, pin in good timing. And here we go again. And then man, oh, this is this is sick. Brutal. That is great. I thought that was the end. I again I agree with you, uh Adam. I thought that was it too. Nah. You have a special name for that move, Dan? We've seen like Spike Dudley do it. It's the Dudley dog with him, but uh, Back, uh, it's called a uh, shipwrecked. Uh, for a long time, it was the surfs up, and then most people know it as like a slice bread number two. Surfs up, I remember that. So, I'll tell pounds. you right here, I did not want this to end on a small package. <laughs> oh, knees to the head. So, uh, oh, yeah. same oh, beautiful man. transition. I, I hope everybody does take their time to watch this match with us. It's great. All right, so Dan, all right, so that's we just um, Dan lost the match there. Commander Man Dan lost for the three. Yeah. I, I sent a message to Adam after uh, I got this that one of your favorite matches to watch is a match that you lost, which I have tremendous respect for because it's not always about winning and losing; it's about how well you, well you performed in the match. You want to talk a little bit on that? Yeah, I mean, you just you even in a even in a losing effort, if you have a really good match with somebody and you you both take the time to tell a story and make each other look good at the end of the day it's you know people remember how good a match was and sometimes they don't remember who wins or loses they just they just remember the ride they took you know who talks about that all the time are the dudleys um you know they they had all those uh uh tables ladders and chairs matches and edge and christian won almost all of them but no one remembers that and that's yeah. a really great that's a really great point yeah so do we have you for a few more minutes dan or you gotta head out or what you gotta do brother I'm probably gonna bounce. Uh, I'm gonna go spend some time with the family and uh, and finish some finish some stuff up. But uh, think, if you got anything else, I think we got one or two questions, don't we, Brad? Yeah, we have one question. Okay. Okay. Um, I wasn't quite ready, Adam. Thanks, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, I believe I got it right here. Yeah, it's just from uh, if you got it from Michael yeah. McClanahan, go right ahead. Well, I, I got it. I, I did. <laughs> I had it too. Look, it's as gone. I went to it, it went back yeah, to the main page. <laughs> I remember it. I don't know what it was. But it is, it's from Money Mike. I can't figure it out anyway. That's right here. Go. So Money Mike McClanahan, you know, he, he gives us really great questions. And even though I'm from Alabama, I'll try to read these big words. It says, <laughs> what is one of the main misconceptions people have related to training in professional wrestling? That's, a, that's, such, a, that's such a deep question. Um, yeah. I'm glad so you sent that in does. like early. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad that... Um, I had most of the day to think about that. Um, I mean, one misconception is like, all right, now that I'm finished training, I guess I know everything or I guess I'm done learning. And that's definitely a misconception. I mean, even 20 years in, I'm always learning something, whether it's from somebody that's been wrestling longer than me or even a rookie. I mean, you can learn something from everybody, whether it's good advice or even, hey, well, that didn't work for that guy, so I'm not going to do it. So um, you're always learning in this, you know, they, they always said if, if you think that you know everything about wrestling, it's time to quit wrestling kind of thing. So that, that's one misconception. And then like, I mean, it's, it's, you know, another misconception that's all fun, you know, this and that, you know, it's you're with your buddies wrestling. It's, it's all great, but 
you got to also remember that it's also a business. So you also got to take care of your business like that too. Yeah. And the fact, the, the word fake, when people say it's fake or made up, but to the, let them get in the ring a couple of times. Let them take a few of them bumps and now I bet you they won't say it again. So I think that's a big oh. misconception too. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's, a, that's a question I get asked all the time. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't say it's fake because, you know, I have the scars and the bruises and the bone hurting, uh, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's live action entertainment, man. It's, it is what it, it's entertainment, but it's, it's a hundred percent real as far as everything else. Hey Dan, before you leave, um, I have a game called deserted Island and you can bounce as soon as you answer the questions, right? Okay. <laughs> or, or not right. Just answer the questions because this game was made for you. So, right, right. I, I all right, so you can bounce as soon as it's done, but you gotta let me ask it first. I'm going out of order. Waka, waka, waka down there. Sorry. <laughs> But uh, Deserted Island, we're going to go Castaway Edition. However, we're not going to use the Castaway movie. Now, just to, just to let you know, Castaway is my dad's favorite movie ever. He has watched it probably 75 times, and he'll ask me a question about it, and then he already has an answer. He's this is why you're wrong. Anyway. Part of it was filmed in my hometown, I'm not going to lie. The uh, the outskirts where there's like that crossroad, he finally delivers the package. That was like right outside of my hometown. <laughs> so I'm not even kidding you. So if you're on Tom a Hanks was there and it was nuts. <laughs> you have three. All right, so because Tom Hanks played Castaway, three Tom Hanks movies. You're only allowed to bring one to the deserted island with you. Now it's not Castaway, so let's leave that out of this. So you either have Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, or Toy Story. Which I'm one? So you glad you didn't say Philadelphia. Oh. So glad you. God, they're good movies too, man. I, I didn't want to get controversial, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you can only pick one of them three. Yeah, good one luck. of them three, and they're all very, very, very different movies. Very different movies. So, Forrest oh, Gump, shit. Saving Private Ryan, Toy Story. You got to watch this movie for the rest of your life, and it's the only one you got. I Which can watch all three of them the rest of my life. Well, probably I would. I would probably, you know, before you gave me a choice, the first Tom Hanks movie that popped up in my head was actually Terminal, because I think that's a really cool movie too. It's kind of it's, it's kind of underrated and overlooked. Very underrated. Where, uh, but as far as those three, I'd probably have to go with with Forrest Gump. You know, I mean that that that's a long that's a long movie. I mean, you can watch it over and over again. You probably get something different each time. But uh, that's that's what I would pick. I'd, I'd pick uh, I'd pick that one. Okay, good answer. If you got a bounce, go right ahead. Um, you you want to say how people can follow you? Yeah, uh, where they can find yeah, you online. Your shit, man. Plug yourself. Oh yeah, Let's plug everything out. you can, man. Yeah. Anything you got coming up? Anything you want? Well. Um, like I said, I'll be I'm at Pro South Wrestling in Piedmont, Alabama, and they usually do a live stream on Friday nights on YouTube for free. Totally watch that. I mean, it, you know, they get ad revenue from that and like subscribers and all that. Um, so I think they've got uh, the recent episode of that coming up soon. I'll, I'll tag on and check it out. There was a really, really good main event match between me and Marcus Erickster, possible current Pro South champion, but I'm not going to tell you whether he still is or not. You'll have to tune in and find out. Um, and just, you know, keep an eye on me on, uh, Twitter at Cabana man, Dan, uh, Instagram cabana.man.dan. And then on Facebook, you can just look up Cabana man, Dan, and I'll have some more of the, the schedule posted, um, as we go on there. But, um, uh, if you want to check out, uh, my pro wrestling tees.com slash Cabana man, Dan, and then, uh, there's over a hundred CMD matches on IWTV also for, for your enjoyment dating back all the way to 2007. Well, I'm getting a shirt. That's a fact. Okay. There you <laughs> go. Well, thank you. 
There it hey, is. Hey, thank so you much. for joining us. And yeah, for thanks. coming on. This was really a great, this was a great time. I didn't know what to expect today. Really, I didn't, but uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. No, I yeah, had thank a you, man. Thanks. I appreciate, really appreciate you coming on, brother. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed uh, yeah. breaking down matches and breaking down uh, a lot of stuff because, you know, I got a lot of wrestling knowledge in the, in this old brain. Now, how long, mm-hmm. real quick, how long have you been wrestling now? Uh, I mean, we started in 2001 in October, you yeah. know, me and you. So, I mean, I took six years off, but, I mean, do you really ever really take off from it? You know yeah. what I mean? So, we're talking so, 21 years in the business, bro. 21 years, yeah. It was, it's it was great. great having you on. You're always welcome back anytime. Yeah, it was my it was my pleasure. I, I had a fun time. Y'all are easy to talk to, and y'all are nothing like what Adam described me. Gra- described me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't tell yeah. you nothing, man. Damn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He lied. I know that much. But hey, man, we we try to be professional. You know, we're yeah, yeah. This is the, this is the fifth yeah. the fifth take of this show, so I get it. Yeah, I guess I need to start reading the timeline of that. We get it right one know. time, man. Hey, uh, we, you know, we'll go day. about five more takes. One out of ten will be good. Day two of recording here. <laughs> no, was, brother. It, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Dan. Thanks so much. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. It was really good to meet you. Day. Oh yeah, it was great having you on. Appreciate, appreciate it. it guys and uh i'll follow y'all just uh send me a message and stuff and i'll, I'll try to find y'all on i'll tell adam to send me all y'all's links perfect yeah thank I you guys you mean all right thanks guys Say bye. thank you bye. all right so devin that was good shit yeah i love that man i've known him since yeah. like fifth grade I, I remember him, uh, I think two years, like the first Top Guy weekend. I remember. Yeah, he was. Guy. Yeah, Top Guy weekend. I, I just messaged Adam about that. It was it's him and Adam Priest. They came because yeah. uh, that's when he was telling you about uh, the the uh, the Dan when he did with Danhausen. That's when he did yeah. that. Was that weekend? Yeah, I'll tell you what. That was really that was really great. So thanks for that, Adam. Awesome. Appreciate yeah. it. So Devin, which movie are you taking? Uh, I'm gonna go with Toy Story. Yeah. I watched that a hundred <laughs> times already. My life. By the way, it could be child. any version, any version, any any sequel too. It, it doesn't matter. Ah, the first one, man. You can't go. Yeah, the first one. All oh right. yeah, they're flying down and landing in the back seat of the I, car. I don't know. Save a private Ryan, man. I mean, is that what you are, Adam? Save that's me. Ryan? Yeah, because I'm exhausted at the end of that fucking movie. Right. I love, I love Twist Away, and I, and I love I've watched Gump a thousand times. But something about Saving Private Ryan, man, it's just he's got so many good guys. Yeah. If so you want to good... freaking electrocute yourself every night, that's the most <laughs> miserable movie of all time. I mean, I, I get love Saving Private Ryan. It's a sad story. It, uh, you're freaking nuts. But I put it in there for that reason. Go ahead, I'm James. With... Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Go, Mike. Whoever. I'm going with Forrest Gump. That's my favorite movie of all time. Forrest Gump. All time? Yes. A freaking a freaking oh, no. that freaking it, falls out backwards. One of, he probably one, means like out of those three, it's probably yeah. yeah come on, yeah, one of one Don't of. Don't take my, it out of context. If we're talking about all time, I'm talking Sling Blade. That's my. All we're time not favorite. talking all time. Yeah, Varsity yeah. Blues. Out of the movies you gave me, one. That's my favorite. <laughs> but I love Forrest Gump. Yeah, is Coach still around or just a blur? Yeah, yeah. Yes, like he's in his kitchen with one cabinet open. I'm right oh. here, and it's like from <laughs> down. I'm right here. He's out taking a shower. Make sure you, hey coach, make sure you flush before you get out of there. Where the hell's Andrew? Let's get him out. Really? All right, James, what movie are you picking? I don't even. It's know. Forrest. This is such a layup. It's Forrest Gump by a mile. 
All right, it's Damn not it. a layup because you're only, it's only you're nice to you, Okay, so you're really gonna pick Toy Story to watch? Actually, I'm picking Toy Story. I'm picking Toy Story. Toy Story is ridiculous. Oh, Toy Story two. You're on a deserted island. You're gonna pick like. I love Toy Story movie? too. I love you the Jesse story, and I would sing that it's song all night. You oh, I would deliberately put that? my record. Oh, I don't remember okay. talking oh. to y'all's damn answers. Brad yeah. is our guest. Let's go by mile. This is not even a question. I don't know why there was even. Like I said, Toy Story is a cartoon. Like I'm not going to watch Buzz Lightyear the Rescue. It's falling. She got a friend in me. She's got yeah. a friend. Randy Newman. Me. You're going to pick Randy Newman for the rest of your life? Yeah, I like Randy Newman. Oh, God. The coconut falls off the tree. You like There's Randy a Newman? Crab at my foot. <laughs> I got tetanus. <laughs> you know, like. Hey, coach, if you could come in yes. the next room and it's freaking Forrest answer the Gump question, that'd be great. Mile. I'm right What's here. All right. I'll so, walk into the camera. Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, Toy Story. Which one are you? Any, any, any sequel? Which, what are you taking to the island with you? I'm going to take uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, See, you don't Private know shit, Ryan. James. No, you're going to die on that island. You watch but that movie. Yes. You watch Forrest Gump, man. Forrest no, Gump I... is where it's at. That's what I'm saying. That's one of the best movies of all time. That all is a great story. I want the, the uh, story of a motivation of a guy that's going to go through anything to survive. That's Everybody dies, so they got to save a dude. Everybody <laughs> dies to save one guy. They save he, one guy. Yeah. This dude is talking People to a die, black so lady. People die, so they got to take that dude out of there. I mean, what this the is, fuck are you talking about here? This dude is talking to a black lady about how his great-grandpa was part of the Ku Klux Klan. Exactly. Like, you know Elvis uh, stayed in his house? Yes. He was in the bracelet. The fuck, like yeah, that's Forrest the best Gump. movie of all time. He I got like shot it in the history. ass. I had, like he it. JFK. He had to piss. Yeah, best movie of all he time. He got man. shot in the ass, and so <laughs> depressed his ass. Like, I mean, Lieutenant Dan didn't want to live. On the ass plate. He did after he made all that money. Did he not? Jenny just uses him the whole movie. Exactly. Yeah, she gave. Well, hey, here's the thing. I can relate to bitches being bitches because, like, oh, you (laughs) don't want me, but now that you got AIDS and a kid, uh, you know, now all of a sudden come on back. Like, "Mm, sounds about right. Sounds about right. She didn't want him, but but now that she's got AIDS, like, oh, he was always nice to me. He always cared. So he was the safety pick. You know what I'm saying? She did. Right. She, she went. Her. She went. And had her fun. You know what I'm saying. A lot of and fun. Now that, lot yeah. Of fun. Now she came back uh, with AIDS, which is riddled. Which has and, never been officially said on the, the movie. No, it's AIDS. Do assume that? No, it's AIDS. But hey, he did beat that one motherfucker in the car, you know, and he saw Jenny's tits. They do that slapper. He beat the fuck out of him too. Exactly. Black Panther. He got space legs, man. He got space legs. How can you not like that movie? It's Titanium Force. It's the same ones they put up in NASA. Sorry to bust up your Black Panther party. And uh, the guy that played Lieutenant Dan uh, was a. Is that Gary Sinise or something? Gary Sinise, yeah. Yeah, he does a lot for Wounded Warriors and all that stuff. He's a good actor, too. God, he's a good actor. Someone Mm. said to me once, Do you think he has legs in real life? I said, We had legs in the movie. He did an Apollo 13. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway. They just gave him legs in them movies. That's what it was. Right. That was a a lot of fun. Back to you, James. Well, uh, you know, that was so much fun that we should keep the fun going with a little uh, waka, waka, waka. Oh, shit. It's time. 
Ooh. Ava got to roll down now. Oh, holy shit. I was on the down when the show started. The only thing you did for the show, I guess. No, I saw I wrote it down after we started. Better boy. Yeah. All right, so, um, let's see. Um, all right, so, you know what? I accidentally ate Invisible Ink. I don't know what I was thinking. So, I accidentally ate some Invisible Ink. Uh-oh. But now I'm in the hospital waiting to be seen. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. I feel like you're putting more into this now with the way you're even presenting it. I love it. <laughs> Especially since it was an impromptu, hey, Adam has an idea, and I had no idea what I was going to do. Right, until the day He's put me on the spot. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. No, that's the ice song. That's your shoot, brother. He really did. I had no idea. He's behind the curtain, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, so I made myself a playlist whenever I go hiking, you know, whenever I'm on the treadmill or whatever. Um, I got the cranberries, the peanuts, and m M&M. and I call that my trail mix. Ooh, yeah. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it just to two today because we had a special yeah, that's guest. A lot. Tomorrow, that's so. a lot. Yeah. Fuck. Just going to rock a deuce today? Yeah, I'm going to go deuce. All right. Awesome. Great job, Adam. But I need more. Send them in. I need them, I need them all. I want all of them. All the dad jokes. Every time Mike puts up that picture of him standing by the tree, I can't deal. Yeah, man, it's like hella professional. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't look like Mike. It looks like his little brother or something. Button up plaid. You know what I'm saying? He's got hair. Like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> and he doesn't have that beard. Both wearing their matching. Then he just turned into coach on my screen. Mine too. Yeah. I, they switched on me. <laughs> like, whoa! What's oh, going man. on here? Here I am. Hey, so I got. Do we have to go to Devin's demographic next, or we can oh, we just skip that? I can't wait for Devin's demographic. No, my friend just joined Twitter. <laughs> you know, the bees knees. That was Devin's demographic, guys. On to Mike. I'm just kidding. You're I up. got which a cool friend. Which friend you plugging? This week. All right. My Devin's demographic is promoting an independent match that I'm actually really pumped for. Oh, it's gonna be October 30th at Prestige Wrestling. The third generation superstar, the grandson of Ken Wayne, son of legendary independent wrestler and promoter, Buddy Wayne, Nick Wayne versus the former Dark uh, Dark Order member, the Pistol, Allen Five Angels. This is, I think it's going to be a hell of a match. That's going to be a damn good match, honestly, because uh, I know the Wayne kid, he was uh, at Flair's last match. And oh, he's good. He's good. He's he's and he's like 17, 18. Yeah, he's only 17 years old. Yeah. Is that gonna be on fight? Uh it will be. It's on uh, prestige wrestling on fight. What that time kid's gonna be I'm, going, I, I'm going to um Efren's thing. <laughs> well I'm just, somebody. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> you can buy it on fight and then watch and then it watch it whenever, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's uh I bought a bunch of Allen Angels matches on there. He recently just fought uh speedball Mike Bailey. For the prestige open weight championship, that was the hell of a match. Uh, me and him were on the same airplane together. Yeah, speedball. Adam, Mike Adam was in Nashville too, wasn't he? For the flare. I didn't even think I'm going to an independent match. Where are you going, James? ARW in uh, Melbourne, Florida. You know, uh, yeah. Gang Girl's going to be there. It's a fright, something or other. Me and my buddy Logan got a you know VIP front row tickets. How'd you get those, James? Huh? Bottom. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to wear a KOC shirt and, uh, you know, you can see us. They do it on fight. Uh, ARW, 
Bright, Fez, whatever. It's the awesome. Bright oh, something, <laughs> you know. It's well, the third. You know anyone that's going to be on the show? Yeah, Gangrel. And uh, there's going to be Jerry Swirls, Wes Briscoe's wrestling somebody. Leaving oh, nice. Bates is on there. Uh, who the fuck is she? She's in a three-way with someone else, though. Something yeah, like Leaving Bates. Huh? I'm all up on Leaving Bates. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Right, Mike? That's right. Uh, Teal Piper and her uh, husband, they wrestle there a bunch. Like I don't know if they're on this show, but they wrestle like a ton there. Who the fuck else is on there? Yeah, there's a lot of people. But it's uh, ARW is the name of the promotion. Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, I think. Look him up. Alex Red. Alex Red's the promoter. Look him up. I'll be there. You'll see me, Fight TV, Fight TV, whatever it is. Awesome. Anything else, Devin? No, that was just it. I wanted to shout out that match uh, in Prestige Wrestling. James with a shout out to ARW Wrestling. So uh, this has been an independent heavy episode. I like it. Yeah, I love independent wrestling. I love going. I love going to GCW shows. I love going to uh, Battleground shows. I enjoy it. Yeah, I miss the summer one where they had like rock and roll and everybody. So I figure I might as well get out, you know, and of course, hey, you know, it's a cheap night out, man. Really? And it has potential to, you know, maybe uh, get some fans. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. It was awesome. I I love independent wrestling. So good. Way to tie it in, Devin, with what today (laughs) was. That's what I'm talking about. Right. (laughs) Great job. Great job. Paying attention to what we're doing. I want to add, Devin. boy. You got some pretty lips. <laughs> All right, oh, moving on. Who <laughs> Mike, by not the way. What I wanted to hear from you. Why does it feel like why does it feel like that's oh, not the first time you said God. that little guy, Mike? Sticky fingers. He shades. He got nice. He's nice and clean. There's like we got Brad saying he likes penises. We got oh, Mike talking about pretty me. lips. Like Hey, you know, we're pro LGBTQ movement, obviously, you know, like 100 percent are. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see who's next, <laughs> you know, on this island of, uh, you know, Adam. whatever. It ain't going to be me, I'll tell you that. Oh, it's, it's already you, Rosie. You're already there. We knew no that chance. already. <laughs> no chance. We, we knew that episode one, back in the archives. <laughs> right, oh, no, it was episode two, because episode one, he didn't have internet service. Oh, yeah. Boom. Well, I do have the right tools in my tool shed if you hey. need to. Be real. Our tool for sure. Yeah, Mike, we saw that on the last episode or two, the previous episode. Yes. Oh, this was a great episode, y'all. So is this what we need to go to Mike's, Mike's meet minute? Or do we need yeah, to yeah, yeah, hey, man. Speaking of uh, what? Yeah. Mike, you got some meat? <laughs> hey, don't, don't you like how I'm going to the next stuff? Because I'm actually looking at the outline, so I know what's next. Great, right? I the do. first time I've done it. First timer. All right. Last so, segment. First time he's done it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a um the Olive Garden chicken pasta. Oh shit. Oh, is this a money mic thing? It's a yeah, but fuck it. We'll get it to money mic. No, money I mic. think it's just bullshit. Go ahead. It's bullshit. <laughs> do you not do you not want fucking olive garden chicken pasta? No, no, that's that's uh bread, bread six and salad. I, I'm gonna though. say right now, I want it. Let's find out what it is. Okay, all right, all right. So I'll you need see. about one and a half, two pounds of uh, boneless, skinless chicken breast. You need uh, a bottle of the Olive Garden Italian dressing. Get some Parmesan cheese, 
Okay. Black pepper. Uh, a little bit of about a to uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading it. I'm fucked up. Oh, the melt, melted butter, some chicken broth, and some. How much butter? Food. How much butter? Fucking a, a fourth of a cup. <laughs> you need a fourth of a cup. See, quarter thing. Mike, you opened the show with <laughs> I had a chicken die, and now you're talking about. <laughs> Hey, we're doing chicken pasta. Damn right. Well, the chicken died after I damn already had this. Nah, we don't believe that at all, but go ahead. Hey, bro. it died naturally of natural causes, blah, blah, you know, like all that stuff. You didn't choke it out, we promise. You didn't choke his chicken. <laughs> yeah. So you need um eight ounces of chicken broth, four ounces of heavy cream, and uh, eight ounces of cream cheese. Is what oh. you need. That's, that's all you need. Chicken cocktail, chicken shrimp. Yeah, every post, every post on Twitter. All right, so you put your chicken breast in a slow cooker. Oh, in a separate bowl, you want to mix the olive garden, olive garden Italian dressing, butter, the broth, the parmesan, pepper, and parsley. Mix it all together. Okay. Okay. Then you pour it on top of the chicken. Oh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ooh, it's, it's fucking great. I'm telling you that. Once you pour that on top of the chicken, put your block of cream cheese on top of the chicken. No way. Yes, no, see, that's good. It's smothered. It's, yes, you smothered up with it. You just and fucked you, it up. No, I, you didn't fuck it up. You got to cook it for <laughs> uh, so so four to six hours. Cook it, put it on slow. Four to six hours. What? Four yes. to six. Four to six hours. You got to put it in the crock pot. He's been drinking for 14 hours, Mike. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's hydrating. Oh, so, I'm like yes, waking sorry. up and he's been drinking already. And he's three hours behind me. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so if you want to put on high, you can do it for like four hours, five to six hours on low. All right. Once the chicken gets tender and you can damn like separate it and it gets like all separated right right then you cook your pasta and you can oh. have spaghetti what pasta. kind fettuccine fettuccine or angel hair, angel hair. or fettuccine whatever kind of pasta you want you can have okay okay got it got it once your pasta's cooked yeah. and it's nice and good, you know, like, okay. you know how your pasta's cooked is if you take it and when it's done, you can throw it up against the ceiling. And it's Fun. I love doing that. Okay, oh. what if you wanted al dente? No. Ew. Put the, put, al dente's bullshit, man. <laughs> I don't Mike, know. Why do you choose the ceiling? I feel like y'all just making up names now. <laughs> throw it against the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, you're like what? Five, five foot three, five foot four. You guys got a step tool to pull that down. What is he? Uh, he puts one of his kids on his shoulders. Yeah, I put my I put my daughter on my shoulders. She gets out. Get it out. It always falls down. But if it's build five eleven and a half. So that's that's how that's how I taught my kids how to cook uh, spaghetti. If the noodles are done, you throw them against the throw against the wall. If it sticks, it's done. Just fucking leave it there too. Yeah, wasteful. leave it there. So wasteful. You do one noodle. How's one fucking noodle wasteful? One noodle hey. around your fucking body. Sometimes one noodle <laughs> may make the difference. 
You're yeah. right. Always. Anyways, once your pasta is done, you take everything, you mix it all together, and you have a Olive Garden Italian pasta, chicken, chicken pasta, pasta Italian, some shit. Whatever. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Mike. Unrelated, unrelated to the dead chicken that he told about earlier in the episode. We got to change this to Mike's uh, meat five minute. Yeah, that sucked. No, that's good. (laughs) It was excellent. I'm hungry. Hey, melt the butter. Don't gaslight it. Dream cocktails. It it sucked. On the bob. It'll be on Twitter, and you can get the right recipe without all these dumb fucks interrupting me. Definitely, and don't even look, just go, look no the doubt. way and keep moving. Keep Where are you even at? You want a toilet coach? Make sure his pumice oh, on. He sounds like he's on the fucking toilet. He's yeah, in he's an echo chamber. Whatever he's, he's doing, he shouldn't be doing, and that's why he's in the dark. Oh, no, put the I'm lights right. on, bitch. So I'm if, right I'm, if I'm reading right, we got to go to next week. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, so, we'll talk about next week. I got it. I got you. So, uh, James, you didn't freaking chime I, in, but we, but we already made a decision. <laughs> oh, uh, spooky time! Is that what we're doing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think I it's like a great. It. I think it's a great thing. I do. I'm yeah. hard. I'm so we're gonna be doing Halloween. <laughs> Halloween That's havoc spooky matches. Enough. <laughs> Halloween yeah. havoc matches to, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, to the next I'm ready. few weeks. So uh, yeah, it's October. Halloween. So we gotta get we gotta get our white girl on. We're gonna put on some Uggs. Get some star. Uh, pumpkin spice. We're gonna do pumpkin spice lattes all weekend. Oh like, God! Oh Mike. Mike, yeah. tell us what the first two matches are that we're going to be covering. Because oh, you, you sent them to me, and now you don't remember, oh. do you, bitch? No, he um, Wait, hurry up. Go back 75 messages. Right. Was, uh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, skip like, where Coach is like hard. Looking for the skip questions. the ones where Coach talks about being wait, hard. Wait, hold on. I got this. Vader and Cactus Jack. Yes. Was when was that one. from, Mike? <laughs> um, it was from Halloween Havoc in WCW. Yeah, what year? 90. Um, Nineteen ninety something. I'm hard. All right, and what's the other one, Mike? I have no idea. I can't remember. It's the Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, we do the mask. The mask. That's not. That's not what I suggested. By the way, it's 100 percent what you suggested. What are you no, talking about? No, that sounds good to me, Brad. We'll go with that. But we can go with that. No, no, you did actually. You did have a different one, didn't you? Yes, no, I did. he didn't. No, it was right. It was Eddie and Ray. I, I remember. No, that was my match, but that's not the one I matched for. Oh this shit! You shut the fuck up. Vader <laughs> versus Cactus Jack was Halloween Havoc '93. By the way. Okay, oh, so is, we're doing Cactus Jack versus Vader. Halloween Havoc '93 is our first match. Okay. Our second match is on Brad. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> Second match, right. TV. So that's going to be Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Eddie Guerrero, 1990. Is it seven? Seven? Six. Seven? 96. I think it's seven. I think it's 97. Seven. 96, 97. Watch both whatever of them. It, whatever it takes, right? <laughs> We're going to do both of them, right? We're going to do Halloween Havoc this month. Damn. There's only one, one dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, guys, if anybody's following that, that's what we're doing next week. Yeah. And by the time Can't you wait. get this, hey, dear it'll listeners, be next week. Halloween Havoc something or other. Two of them. Cactus yeah. Jack Vader at 93, I believe is what Devin said. Yep, and then we yep. got uh, Eddie and Ray. 97. <laughs> we'll go with it. Or not. It's, Whatever it is. 100%, it is 100% 1997. I just looked it up. Got 
Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, those are the ones. Wait, here I am. Let me ask, turn the mic on. Here I am. Hello. Ask our number one fan, Adam Simmons, because he would know what we're doing. Shout out to everyone that won the giveaways last week. Yeah. Adam, anything? Uh, my Mike Bober, I sent his to him. Yep. And um he's a cum guzzler. Michael Bober, what's he been up to? Uh sucking dick. He was at Disneyland for about two weeks. <laughs> Freaking coach is on a roll today. <laughs> no, Mike. Listen, right. listen. Mike was at Disney World for about two weeks. He he was at every facility. That was like a month ago, bro. Like that was a long listen, time ago. Man, we're just remembering it now. We taped this in advance. <laughs> Mike's a good dude, but he's still he's still a good <laughs> All right, that's it. I don't know what we've been doing. The tape machines are rolling. We are well, dead. Right. So next week, Halloween Havoc, Vader versus Mike Bober is a cub gun. All right. I am uh, at James L. Corai. You can reach me at James L. Corai on Twitter. We want to thank everybody for uh, chopping in. Well, hey, much love for Commander Man Dan. Uh, this is a really fun episode. Uh, you know, we're at Kickout Crew on Twitter. I'm going to go to Devin, you're next on the screen. Man, yep. just talk real fast so nobody interrupts. This was, another really yeah, this, was a, this was a great episode this week. We had a absolutely fantastic guest in Commander oh, Man nice. Dan, a.k.a. Nice. the Castaway. Uh, we watched two really good matches today. It's it was a fun episode. You can catch me at DevinD19 on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. Uh, follow the podcast at Kickout Crew Pod on TikTok and Instagram. What, what about our TikTok? Our TikTok's been blowing up. We've got a bunch of views lately. I've been wait a minute. A wait just a minute. You have been grooming my son because I thought you just followed him and then he was like cutting a promo exactly I was like, he, okay. <laughs> he won <laughs> this he fucking guy right here it is he goes through like every one of the videos but then I just <laughs> follow him he's like oh what's <laughs> going on here he's gone he's out bro he's out I got the happiest it. coach Rosie's ever been I mean uh, it's yeah. insane Coach, where are you, what's your... The what's happiest he's ever been. He's trashed the entire episode. He's the happiest well, he's ever no, been. My, uh, my Twitter is at RealCoachRosie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. He's out. You can catch me on Twitter, Adam underscore, from underscore Bama. Uh, thank you, Cabana Man. I've known that guy for years. And uh, he's a real good follow. He has a ton of amazing matches. Um, so give him a follow. I guarantee you, any match you watch of his, I promise you, you'll like it. I believe he said he was at cabana.man.dan. I hope you're right. Instagram. (laughs) On Instagram, yeah. A bit on Twitter. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Fuck what we say. Keep going there, Mike. Yeah. Well, if I'm going to keep going, I'm at Whitaker1028. And you can reach me at Whitaker1028 on Twitter. And hit me up. Hit me up with the recipe. And one of you guys eventually will send me a damn recipe and I will put it on the show. And if I put it on the show, I will buy you a t-shirt. Yeah. I am Brad. Wow. Yes, man. Brad on Twitter. Thank you again to Commander Man Dan for coming on. This was a 
this was a great episode. I was, uh, I'm very proud of it. So thank you so much. And that's it, James, back to you. Well, uh, I guess we've heard from all the guys. Uh, Rosie, man, you got it. What you got? Yeah, I know you got something. No, I don't have anything. I'm just happy to uh, be a part of this group. It's a great group of guys. We have a good friendship. We have a great group chat. And it's just it's a pleasure to be with you guys. I love you guys. Yeah, we love you too, Coach. And with that being said, what better way to end it? Episode 24? Man. What a time, huh? 24. We've been we've been doing this shit Man. 24 Long weeks. Time. Almost half a Imagine year, guys. That. Almost half a year. We're getting there. That's ridiculous. Kobe. What Fans, what do y'all think? How are we doing? Hit us up. Let us know. What do y'all want to hear? Tell us what you want to hear. Tell, more tell or less like oh. Whitaker. <laughs> Always more. Oh, Less Sammy. I know that's a hey, popular uh, thing. You want, you, want, you want to hear more of me? Buy me more beer. I'll be good. Bam. Well, it looks like the tape machines are rolling, and we are desperately out of time. Want to thank everybody again. Been a fun-ass episode, uh, you know. But here's the only thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talked a lot about independent wrestling, and we talked a lot about, like, bringing the heart and the emotion and everything. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, Sometimes life isn't always as peachy as you want to be. But yep. hey, man, when life gets you down, just kick at it too. Yep. Because that's what we all do. Because it's not only us, it's all of you. Yep. We are all the kickout crew. It's your Enjoyed show. Enjoyed it. Loved it. Thank you. See you next week. Kick it out too. Bye.